0: She stole the silverware. Adam Curry, John C. DeVore It's
1: Thursday, June 16, 2011. Time for Gitmo Nation Media Assassination, Episode 313.
2: This is no agenda.
1: Reading documents NPR won't here at the Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center in Gitmo Nation West in the People's Republic of Southern California. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam Curry.
0: And from northern Silicon Valley, plain and simple, <laughs> I'm John C. DeVore. One
1: and in, the morning. And in the morning to you, my friend, John. In the
0: morning to you, Adam, and all ships at sea and boots in the ground and feet in the air.
1: Yes, and all of our uh, human resources charged up, ready to go. Checking out the live stream at noagentastream.com in the chat room, uh, noagentachat.net. Uh, they are, of course, all charged up and ready to go just the way their government loves them. Can suck the lifeblood out of them, which is nice. Hmm. Sad news this morning, John. I don't know if you caught that. Just uh, came out uh, just before I started the show, actually. Yes. Very, very sad because uh, I had a whole. Se- well, we can still do my segment. I had a whole segment to make fun of him. <sighs> and now uh, your friend, Vivek Kundra, has desi- decided to resign. You had a segment about this. I'm about <laughs> I had a segment about Vivek. Not really. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and He probably not... got word. The word got out. <laughs> he's like, "Oh no, 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 no! They're... I'm not quitting. I'm quitting.
1: They're that, that prepping prepping uh, a uh, thing about me. I have to go." Yeah. <laughs> so he's
0: gonna become a professor at Harvard, Harvard. Is that what I hear?
1: Yeah. So you did know about this.
0: Yeah. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> My yes, reputation, I got like a million emails. Yeah, exactly. Everybody and their sister.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh well. Gosh darn it. Well, well I, either
0: these kids are going to eat him alive uh, if he actually becomes a,
1: a, a lecturer. But I, or oh, I, yeah. oh yeah, it'll be what like... What else is
0: he going to be there for? He's not going to be there to do research.
1: I can tell you, he's going to be... Uh, he'll either work at McAfee, at HP... Um, or he may, I think he may actually join a, a venture fund, a venture capital fund.
0: Oh, no, that's where he's going to some venture fund. That that's he's what to I'm be, looking for. Know, yeah. F- people are going to be rolling their eyes and, or he could go work for O'Reilly.
1: No, I, I, I'll stick with the venture fund. I think, I think that's where, uh, where he belongs. Um, cause well, it, he
0: doesn't belong at Harvard. That's for
1: sure. He doesn't belong. We'll see, he, you know. he doesn't belong in the white house either. Let's be honest. No, that's not where that guy should be with his step logic. Yeah, I had this I had this whole segment, but it's a uh, logic. <laughs> it involves a uh, it involves a clip and it's uh we'll get to it later. It's uh, for Yeah, a, play it. No. We it's not, a, well.
0: No, it's, not now. I mean, oh, we'll get to yeah, it later. Humorous we'll segment There's for later. a couple of things we have to clear we have to we have uh housekeeping. Oh, housekeeping. Hold on, let me get, get my feather duster. We need a uh, yeah. thing housekeeping. Housekeeping. So on June 9th, we uh, as a part of our uh, never-ending games, Uh-oh. we were supposed to predict
1: What did we do wrong now? The
0: news, the new this today's top. You know what's hogging the news cycle stories, and I predicted something new, which I'm wrong. But you (laughs) predicted E. coli in America, and you were wrong. And it turns out it's it's wiener
1: again. It's wiener again. It's it's so funny. We were watching the news this morning. Um, uh, Well, I'm sorry. The news. We were watching the entertainment on KTLA, which I think I've mentioned. I, I like watching this local news because they have puppy news. You know, like, oh, some puppies were born, and, you know, it's it's cute, and it's uh, it doesn't offend me. And uh, the weatherman is my favorite, Mark Christie, who was very sick for uh, many, many months, and now he's back. And this guy is he's just funny. So they they break, they stop the news. Nancy Pelosi, so she's talking to him, I'm sure she's going to mention uh, Anthony Weiner resigning today. And so Pelosi comes on, says, uh, ah, for those of you... Uh, Hey, you want to hear about Anthony Weiner? I'm not going to talk about right there and no, now. And immediately they cut back to the uh, anchors. Well, okay, so that's enough of that. And then Mark Christie goes, "That's amazing." He says, "He says really amazing how she's not going to talk about something is is ridiculous as Anthony Weiner." And we cut away when she's going to talk about other maybe important stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. This that's guy's a great. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and, and you know, and the, and the anchors are like, hey, 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 you're very funny, Christie.
0: You're out. Hey, poisonous coffee again.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, no. So, well, you well I can wait. I mean, it's there's plenty of time to do that. Plenty of time. So, I I guess by the time this is kind of it's been a problem with our show the past two episodes. Last episode, we talked about the the lesbian blogger, and we. Oh, hold on a second. Did I just lose? Hmm, that's interesting. Did the stream what? just go off? No, I think the stream just died for some reason. We'll figure out. The stream it out. died. The stream died for some reason. Oh, I don't know what's happening. Um, yeah. So uh, when you know, we predict immediately uh, that this is uh, a techno expert, someone uh, probably in the State Department uh, blogging on behalf of uh, of Syrian uh, people everywhere, and then literally like three hours after the show, it's announced that. Uh, the lesbian Syrian blogger is a guy, <laughs> a, guy, a yeah. straight married guy who's <laughs> a joker. And did you catch the follow-up to that? That the 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 woman um, who yeah, runs this
0: the big lesbian w- website was a yeah, guy.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like one what? of the top lesbian websites. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> you just can't write this.
0: You can't. I do have write, a clip. Of, I wait, do so a there's clip two.
1: A, and there's two straight guys acting like they're lesbians on a it's like it's 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 a mind you gotta do what you gotta do to get your numbers up (laughs) well we've always asserted lesbians are good for ratings they are good good for ratings
0: howard stern has
1: proven that that's right that's
0: right that's right that's right so I, i do have a clip that i i do want to ask you a question about run the clip on the lesbian blogger
1: oh hold on uh what's it called gay girl in damascus Yeah. Okay. uh, Here we go. A
3: well-known female blogger has allegedly been
4: abducted in Syria. Relatives of Amina Abdallah say she hasn't been seen since she was bundled into a car yesterday. Abdallah's outspoken blog, "Gay Girl in Damascus," has made her an icon of the Syrian uprising.
0: Okay. So the question is, so this is a news report, right? And this got all over the place, right? Who saw the car? Who are the relatives? Does
1: anybody do any? Oh no, 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 not at all.
0: Not at all. It's, it's- just like the, the, the guy, apparently the blogger guy who was the play, play, playing the lesbian, he wanted to take a vacation
1: yeah, so so he was going to kill her off temporarily. Yes,
0: kill her off. <laughs> and meanwhile, these guys are reporting this as fact yeah. without any reporters involved.
1: And uh, I did go back and I did find a tweet from uh, Andy Carvin way before, yeah, you know, way before he was one of the people who debunked this. Yeah, right, Carvin. We got a little thing called Google Cash, my friend. Uh, but here's uh, Tom McMaster himself, who, of course, there's also zero reporting on the guy. Zero, you know, except from uh, he's from Birmingham, uh, uh, from Atlanta, and he, he lives in him, whatever. There's no news on the guy, but a national treasure uh, interviewed him.
2: Um, well, a couple of things. One,
1: oh, this is about what has he learned, lessons learned.
2: One, there's an old New Yorker cartoon that you might recall where there's a dog on the Internet. Thing. Uh, the internet. No one knows you're a dog. That cartoon uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, be my motto. Uh, that's my motto. Uh, the second thing I've found is that um, people want to believe. And is this, is this Carvin? No, this is
1: this is the the lesbian blogger.
0: Guy, the guy's boring. No wonder he has to be a lesbian. (laughs) You know, you know, that Uh. people's credulity is, is, is high. Um, and I think,
2: you know, I also thought that a lot of the coverage of the Middle East is kind of superficial and I'm, I know there's some very good journalists out there, so I'm not trying to malign anyone. Sure, but it seems like a lot of people. Sure,
1: yeah, I know you're not trying to malign us. Sure, he's a hummer, by the way. He's a, he's a partial hummer, which yeah, I noticed that. Le- leads me to believe that he's probably working d- for the New York Times. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's uh, Jill Abramson's intern. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, uh, crazy. So I actually. Um, I got a little uh little thing here for the opening of uh, of our show. Uh yesterday I, I had to meet a guy. And this guy was over in uh, Santa a Monica. Guy? You had yeah, to meet a guy. Had, I had to meet a guy about a book thing. So the guy is over in Santa Monica. And, uh, the meeting's at 3.30. Now, if you know anything about California and, uh, we're over by the 101 in the, the Hollywood Hills here at the Hilltop oh, yeah, Watchtower. It's Tower. a five hour drive. Yeah, more or less. Watch Actually.
0: About, to, about to 10 miles, five, five hours.
1: Right. Well, the way over was okay because 101, 405, boom, I'm there in like 25 minutes. But I knew the way back was going to be horrible. And of course, there's truck crash in the 405. It's a nightmare. So <laughs> it's a total nightmare, but I'm ready it for is. it. And I, and, and I finally realized now I know why People who commute love our show. I tried to listen because I'm in the car literally two hours. There's no joke.
0: Oh yeah, I uh, yeah yeah. And you're a, you're a sensitive male. What does that mean? Well, it means that you would you'd be listening to the uh, radio. Which, which, I know where you're going with this, and you would be because you, you're so sensitive. You would be irked. <laughs> you think pr- probably rather quickly.
1: <laughs> well, so uh, and you know the traffic's bad when the light is green, and I still have time to put the top down. <laughs> and, and, and this is an uh, this is an, a car from nineteen ninety nine, so you know it doesn't go so fast. And there's a, I always have this fear that this is the moment it's going to get stuck halfway. <laughs> you know, people be honking behind me. So it, the top goes down. Luck. It's a, it's a nice day, and um, so I, I try the AM stations. Too many commercials. The FM is just like it's all Rihanna. I'm like, Ugh.
0: oh, you know, it's, it's pathetic.
1: But then I tune into. Uh, our national treasure, NPR, and uh, I'm like, okay, because you know most people you talk to who are who think they're awake. Certainly, the elites in Hollywood they all say, "Oh no, I listen to uh, NPR. I listen to NPR all the time. I really love NPR." John, what do you listen to? Do you listen to NPR? <laughs> you, you got right a- am I right or am yeah, I right they all do so, yeah I listen yeah. to NPR so I'm like I'm gonna listen it's to like M- some sort of, even if they don't <laughs> and of course that's what you say you're not gonna say I listen to kiss FM 102.7 kiss FM everybody hey what's the lucky number so uh, let me just give you a rundown it was like I was living in the ministry of truth it was unbelievable so we have um, first there was this woman talking about biodiversity and how we have to bring back the uh, the megafauna because we're going to go through the uh the the, the big uh whatever the hell what's what's the ice age what's the elite word for a, ice age i don't know it's like pla- plastisocene i like that though i'm going with that literally the so, age. Um, yeah the plasticine yeah, places in peril 2011's most endangered historic sites And then we've got like, uh, what was the next thing it was? So that was all biodiversity. Then it was like South Sudan works to aid wildlife that survived war. So this is all a setup because, of course, South Sudan, where all the oil is, is about to become is about to be in the news because, you know, they had the referendum and it's going to be its own nation. And that, of course, is when Clooney's going to pop up. We're going to have the whole thing going on. It's going to be atrocities and we'll move in there. So it just keeps going on and on and on and on. And I'm like, that's just setting me up for the news for next week. You know, it's just, it's like priming the pump. I can feel it. I can totally feel it. And then we get the uh, breaking news report about uh, the president's report to Congress. Because uh, you probably read, everyone sent me the links, you know, oh, Dennis Kucinich and 10 other. uh, Lawmakers are suing uh, the president for uh, violating the uh, War Powers Resolution—not act, but resolution. Of course, there is an act, but yeah, it's very confusing. And then, and then NPR brings in their White House guy. Oh,
3: to, yeah,
1: here to, <laughs> to report, and of the course, stooge. Oh yeah, I had to do some work here for you. So listen to the report first. And in these documents that the
0: White
4: House sent to Congress today, have-
1: yeah, So there's, they sent a thirty. Eight-page document to uh, uh, Congress. Oh,
4: does the White House respond?
1: Well, it's a fairly detailed uh, report, which means you're too stupid to go and read it. It's detailed. Please, let me just give you the highlights
2: here on NPR because it's detailed. You're too stupid to know. The administration has sent up to the Hill, and they're stressing what's been achieved through military action, uh, defending the the what? operation as stopping Hell, hold on the advance of. Yeah.
1: What's been achieved?
2: Well, now i see. Of
1: course, just listen to the report. I want this is what NPR is giving us, and then uh, I'll take you through
2: it. Because of course, I read right, the documents. Right. Obviously, right? It's Muammar Gaddafi and protecting civilians in places like Benghazi that otherwise might have been the scene of a uh, humanitarian uh, outrage. Outrage! And also stressing... It was a humanitarian outrage?
1: Outrage. It's, it's, a, that's, it's a little different from what the president said. He said massacre. Now it's a well, no, humanitarian outrage.
5: Uh, it's, an outrage. it's an outrage. outrage, I tell you. ...in <laughs> the
2: operation that the U.S. handed over the leadership of the, the military exercise. So now he's he's not talking about the document anymore. Now, now he's just giving you... The talking points from the Ministry of Truth. To NATO. So non-U.S. forces are now carrying out most of the missions, uh, even though the U.S. is still providing some things that uh, it alone can, like uh, unmanned drones up in the skies. Mm. Uh, Most importantly, uh, stressing that... Did you know that unmanned drones are up in the skies?
0: They're up in the skies. Up in the skies. skies. There are uh, uh, (laughs) uh, unmanned drones. So you're right. It's interesting, because he's supposed to be talking about one thing, and he's basically now just laying out the White House
2: talking points. Exactly. No troops on the ground which was a commitment that President Obama made even before the shooting began. And Scott, does this boil down really to a turf battle between Congress, which has the power to declare war, and the President as Commander-in-Chief?
1: So now they're off topic. Now they're already talking about the validity of the uh, uh, War Powers uh, Resolution. So um, because it was so detailed, I figured I might as well go, go print it out and read it. So incredibly hard and detailed. It made me feel so stupid. And by the way, not easy to find the documents, interestingly enough. It's not like you can go to whitehouse.gov and it says, oh, here's the documents that we sent to Congress. No. And it's not uh, 38 pages. It's uh, 32 pages, and then there's six pages of classi- a classified annex, which is not published, which includes the threat assessment of MANPADs, which I have no idea what a MANPAD is. Do you know what a MANPAD is? M-A-N-P-A-D?
0: This has something a, to do with, is ma- this like a tampon
1: for males? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Threat a man aside. pad? Watch out! It's a man pad! Oh no! Or is it like is it like uh, a place where guys stay? <laughs> I don't know. He, hey, he, I'm coming over to my
0: man pad,
1: <laughs> honey. <laughs> hey baby, you want to come over and see my man pad? Uh, it's threatening. All right. Ballistic missiles and chemical weapons in Libya. So, of course, there's stuff that's still okay. coming. Now, I just wanted to, what's interesting is this entire um, report is not from the president. It is uh, uh, created by uh, Joseph McManus, who is the acting assistant secretary. And then uh, Elizabeth King, you'll, you'll recall when I, um, I I, when I dove into the, uh, I'm sorry,
0: uh, manpad. It's a uh, mobile uh, air defense. It's a it's a rocket launcher.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I like your definition
1: better. <laughs> yeah, mine well, mine is better. <laughs> manpad. Hey, Abdullah, come to my manpad tonight. <laughs> so uh, Elizabeth King, uh, who is the Assistant Secretary uh, Legislative Affairs for the D- Department of Defense, basically uh, put this report together. So this document is the red herring. Um, because there is an official document, which I found, which is more important. But I just want to run through it briefly, just so you know what we're actually doing. I I took a highlighter to it, John. Uh, The president authorized these actions to limit the spread of violence and instability in a region pivotal to our security interests, particularly while it is undergoing sensitive transitions, and to prevent an imminent humanitarian catastrophe, which I thought was outrage, according to the uh, NPR dude there. Uh, left unaddressed, the president further noted, so they quote the president, it's like pages and pages of this, the growing instability in Libya could ignite wider instability in the Middle East with dangerous consequences to the national security interests of the United States. <laughs> now this is really important because that's uh, what it all comes down to in the end. Uh, brief uh, note here about uh, the transitional national um, committee, which is basically the uh, the new government so, instead of saying we approve of these guys, they have uh, a great word for it. I'm just looking for the word, uh, which I had to look up. Uh, I'm sorry. This, this It's like tons of pages. Let me go to, uh, where's Hillary's statement? Uh, well, now I feel stupid that I...
0: While you're looking that up, I want to yeah.
1: mention something, which is we discussed this,
0: uh, the possibility... Uh, Early on, like I guess a couple of months ago, that uh, the Libyans would be uh, to, to make this war to continue this war, that the lib there would be some sort of a false flag that would be blamed on Libya.
1: Right. Well, that's where the chemical and, weapons will come in, of course. And
0: I and I think that well, that's probably I think that's the backup. I think that's Plan B.
1: Get man pads.
0: <laughs> we get... man pads. Okay. The
1: <laughs> I I want to see I want to see Hillary Clinton testifying. Look at these uh, intelligence photos. We see there are clearly man pa- <laughs> man pads here. <laughs> It'll be our tubes, the Libya's version of tubes. I don't know why they just don't
0: call them <laughs> rocket launchers or Stingers. <laughs> man,
1: much... it's funnier. They they're, they're laughing in our face. Okay, yeah. It's... Well,
0: but anyway, I think that the they could never pull off this false flag for whatever reason, and now I think they got their tit in the ringer.
1: Well, in more ways than one. Um, it's the interim transnational national council, and uh, the, so I, it's the interim transnational national council. This is the the, the guys who have the website, and uh, Mahmoud Jabril, remember the guy who uh, was went to school in uh, Pennsylvania, University of Pittsburgh. So This is the guy who is the prime minister of the transnational council. So all, now all of a sudden, the guy's prime minister, um, but the secretary, uh, Lucifer Clinton, has said the tnc is a legitimate interlocutor. It's a great word.
0: Interlocutor.
1: Yeah, that's what i mean. Interlocutor. That's uh, that's probably why npr couldn't report on it cuz they couldn't figure out what it meant. Uh, but yeah. it means a uh, discussion partner, i guess. So that's uh, that's where their way of kind of hedging it. Um, guidance counselor. <laughs> guidance counselor. So then they go into the finances of what it's cost us so far. Do you know how much this has cost us, John? Uh, this, oh, it can't be that much. They literally, they are literally saying that. It's, it's nothing. How much do you think it is? It's been uh, 6 it's been, well, almost 90 days now. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? What happened? Did I just lose John? Well, hello? Wow. Does Skype just like quit on me? I can't believe that. Oh, wow. Yes. Hold on a second. Okay, we'll get back on the air here. Yes? Yes, well, I'm so sorry. That is uh, That was unexpected. You know what happened? Well, let me
0: think. Your Mac do- dropped dead for some unknown
1: reason and rebooted. No, it, it wasn't a Mac. It was Windows that decided to install important updates. You should have that turned off. <sighs> yeah, well, you know, I use Windows literally twice a week. Okay? Just twice a week. And, it's, and I only use the machine for, uh, for this show. I'm so Sorry it's okay anyway all kinds
0: and, when, and, and you're, when you're done tonight go and go check the box that turns that feature off that's i don't know why they they
1: default to that well isn't that what they always do with uh, with windows don't they always default to on and it'll do it like at three in the morning or something or some crap like that
0: it does it when it feels like it it's it's, yeah, it's yeah.
1: annoying uh, it's very annoying anyway uh, to answer my question john
0: I forgot what the question was. It's been what an hour.
1: <laughs> it's been so long. The how quest- long
0: does it take to <laughs> boot that thing?
1: <laughs> it, well, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pad. You know, it's a little, uh, it's a, it's a little note, note thingy. It's real simple. Uh, the question was, how much do you think the? Um, oh yeah,
0: right. How much does it cost? Yeah, how much does it cost? I don't know. It can't cost that much. Probably a couple hundred million. What? Are Is you out of too your mind? No, it's too low. What? The taxpayers can't afford
1: more than that. It's $1.1 billion. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you love it?
0: We're just throwing money away. So, but the question is... Does anybody give a crap about the fact that the
1: country's broke? So the question is, what is it being spent on? Well, uh, just on daily operations, which is like, uh, you know, food... For uh,
0: you, know, you we have to remember that uh, the public has to remember this, and they should use it at cocktail parties. Our soldiers in afghanistan they they essentially cost us one million dollars a year per soldier
1: okay per so, soldier I mean, one
0: million per soldier. Yes, per soldier. If there's Holy 10 guys crap. over there, it's costing $10 bucks a year to keep them there.
1: Well, there's a 99... 99- food,
0: food and lodging. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and transportation. Well, food, lodging, transportation, and the salaries. A million dollars a year. So this
1: is what's really interesting. They make a big deal out of you know who's paying for what. and I mean, uh, I have the uh, link to the PDF in the show notes at 313.nashownotes.com. Um, so they did an airlift of third-party nationals which was so they that means taking people out of Libya and flying them home essentially uh they flew uh 1000 people uh actually it was like 1100 people and guess how much that cost i don't
0: know 1100 people
1: yeah to fly them home, and you fly them home, yeah, fly them home well, to they, like they, Egypt they would, they and would Tunisia. fly Them
0: home on troop transport yeah, C one
1: thirty, C one thirty. They it. just
0: pack them in. It can't, can't cost that much.
1: One point one million dollars. 1, Eleven hundred people. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a first class ticket. It's like a thousand a bucks Let's for everybody.
0: Calculation on that. Eleven 1, hundred people. One point. It's 1 a
1: thousand. A thousand. It's a thousand bucks a guy. <laughs> like they fly them first class. He's like, "Would you like some caviar on your way out?" They couldn't get him a discount ticket. <laughs> I can get back cheaper than that. I mean, that's—I know—that's what I'm saying. So then they have this whole list of stuff, which is unbelievable. So, oh, by the way, evacuation and uh, repatriation programs for third county uh, for third country nationals in total has been twenty-seven and a half million dollars. So that's flying people out, oil workers, most of them, flying them out. You know, taking care of business. And then there's the assistance and protection for Libyan internationally displaced persons as well as refugees and migrants in Tunisia, Egypt, Italy, and Malta. That's another $14.5 million. It just goes on and on and on. It's it's really unbelievable. Now, here's here's two key things. Um, So, of course, we need to finance the uh, now rebels, which used to be protesters, And it says here in the report, this is all from the Department of Defense, by the way. It's not from the president, which is why NPR is misleading. Uh, The United States supports crude oil sales from TNC-controlled areas. Sounds like a cable network, doesn't it? TNC. Um, On May 25th, the U.S. oil tanker, oil refiner Tesoro, announced that it had purchased cargo aboard a tanker chartered by the Swiss oil trading company Vitol. That had departed opposition territory in mid-April. The tanker arrived at Tesoro's Hawaii Refinery on June 8th. This cargo is the first known cargo purchased from the Libyan TNC. And that, of course, was approved. The Treasury uh, has loosened up funds now. And there's a bill uh, in um, in the Senate, uh, which, of course, is sponsored by uh, the typical guys, you know, Lieberman, McCain, you know, all the military-industrial complex guys, um, so that uh, this money... ...can be uh, given to the rebels. They say to the Libyan people, but it's actually given to the rebels. Now, all of that that came from your national treasure is irrelevant. Because here's what it's all about. And this uh, I did find on the White House uh, website. This is the actual letter from the President to Congress and to the Speaker of the House... This better be good. You've been giving it a big build-up. ...regarding the War Powers Resolution... Now I'm not going to read through the whole thing. It's only a two pager, though. I'm not going to read. The- and so he starts off by saying, uh, "We you know we're been in Afghanistan since October 2001. Security for America. <laughs> you know we got Al Qaeda everywhere. We were in Iraq. We're doing all this stuff. Then we're in Libya, which is all to protect you know our interest. It literally says interest. Uh, what interest? It just it just does it says interest. And then he. Uh, so he basically is saying, you know, um, so this is all good. You know, we don't have boots on the ground. He doesn't mention uh, 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 arms in the sea because, of course, we've got plenty of ships out there. This is, you know, boots on the ground is a little misnomer. But here it comes at the very bottom of the letter. And this is all NPR really had to do. Uh, explains why the president has done this has nothing to do with the War Powers Resolution or Act. I have directed the participation of U.S. armed forces in all of these operations, which includes Libya, pursuant to my constitutional and statutory authority as commander in chief, including the authority to carry out public law 10740 and other statutes and as chief executive, as well as my statutory constitutional authority to conduct the foreign relations of the United States. So, of course, all NPR had to do, if they were really on our side, is go look up Law 10740. What is that law, John? Well, don't even look it up. This is uh, a joint resolution enacted uh, on September 18th, 2001, Whereas on September 11, 2001, acts of treacherous violence were committed against the United States and its citizens, whereas such acts rendered both necessary and appropriate that the United States exercise its rights to self-defense and to protect United States citizens, both at home and abroad. In other words, President Obama is using the law, law of the land, public law 107-40, enacted by George Bush in 2001 to do all of this. Because we are under constant threat. He's still using this law. And the whole game about War Powers Resolution, War Powers Act, is just fodder. It's not within the conversation. The president is just saying, oh, I have the constitutional authority to do this by a law that was put in place ten years ago. Pound sand. or It's not a
0: constitutional authority, but it is a law that he can fall back on.
1: Right. Well, he's saying it's my constitutional authority and
0: the fact of the matter. Well, he's what he's doing. is He's mixing like I wouldn't say mixing a metaphor, but he's mixing his uh, rationales. Uh, they'd have to prove this law to be unconstitutional. And that's what that that's what I would have to assume that somebody's got to have a lawsuit against. Well, no I mean, one what has is a, the Kucinich thing is it the Kucinich no, the thing Kucinich is only, only thing about is
1: the a, war powers. It's only about the war power powers well, then, resolution.
0: They, they, not, they haven't got a leg to stand on because no, he just
1: could, keep falling back on this. Yeah, because all he's doing is he's just saying, hey, this is the law that Bush put in place uh, September 18th. Your pal Bush. Yeah, your buddy Bush uh, put into place. And so that's uh, here. Whereas the president has authority under the Constitution to take action to deter and prevent acts of international terrorism Against the United States. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the Senate and the House of Representatives of the United States of America in Congress assembled.
0: That's why he had to say our interests. Yes,
1: interests. Exactly. There's
0: no, we got no interests. Yeah, yeah, we do. Well, it goes to Italy. I'm interested. I mean, I I suppose you could make it, you could make the argument if you're going to use that vague generality, American interests, Whatever happens anywhere in the er, uh, world, including some guy in Indonesia taking a poop in the street... That could be has in our interest. do with our interests.
1: That could be in our interest, and we can go in under Law 107-40. So the, you, either these guys are incredibly stupid, or they're in on the game. And I just got to think, listening to NPR... I mean, I'm not a reporter. I'm a disc jockey. All I do is I just go to whitehouse.gov, I see the actual letter from the president... This is what he sent. That other thing is from the Department of Defense. That's not from the president. It's not. It's from... The, it's so, from.
0: So let's get... Let me get this straight. Yes,
1: please recap. I'm going to recap. Yeah.
0: You're driving around in Los Angeles in your car <laughs> in traffic. Yes. And and you're putting your roof down on a green light because traffic's not doing anything and you're you know you've even given up on the freeway you're on city streets and you're listening trying to find something on the radio to listen to so you're listening to 105 you're listening to 102 no, 89 and you give up on KCRW the FM because there's nothing on it but a bunch of crap
1: no it's it's yeah exactly exactly
0: okay so then you say oh nuts and so you start listening to t- talk radio and you finally worm your way around and you end up on NPR nah I'm NPR And then you start listening to it and you get aggravated and you realize it's a bunch of bull crap that they're foisting on the public. And you come home and you look up this simple one page, two page letter that Obama wrote right on available to everybody on the Internet. And you find that the entire thing that you did, the day you've spent driving around aimlessly, listening to what should be information being provided to you by people who know what they're talking about was all bull crap. Yes,
1: exactly. Exactly. I also okay. learned. I also learned about uh, the Plastinus Age, the Plasticine <laughs> Age. It was very entertaining about giant leaves. Cry, cryolithic. <laughs> no, it was. It was something else. It was Plastocene, and, and she actually literally said. Oh, I have to remember to call it the Ice Pliost, Age.
0: Maybe it's the, the, the Pleistocene, or I
1: don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, Pleostine. It sounded like Plasticine. And she and the, yeah, and this well, woman...
0: We're going to call <laughs> it that from now
1: on. This woman literally said, oh, I have to remind myself to call it the, the Ice Age, because I, you know, it's a scientific term. You know, I have to say Plasticine. So. Piance. 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 Uh, but I have to remind for the stupid listeners of NPR, it's the Little Ice Age. Yeah.
0: Well, on that note, I think we should mention our executive producer's for today's show yes
1: so i've done some work for y'all i hope you appreciate uh
0: yeah well if that if that was it
1: (laughs) (laughs) no there's more there's more
0: law 107-40 look it up yourself but there's links Uh, to it in
1: the there will be links to it in the show notes at 313.nashownotes.com
0: so uh, sir lawrence fronchick fronchick um hello everybody hello everybody hello everybody hello Please plug a video project I'm working on lo- love org. tales is t a i l s if get it yeah. if any uh, love tales love tales ha if any producers have adopted a dog or a cat, I'd love to hear from you. Also, please give me a shot at Karma and uh, happy birthday shout out as today is my 30th.
1: Yeah, we'll have the, we have him on the list. Sec. We have him on the list. So here's your Karma shot, my friend. You've got
2: Karma.
0: And he's a uh, member of the 333.33 Club. Yep. R- Ryan Lackey in London, Ontario, Canada, a member of the 313 Club. No comment. Uh, wait a minute, didn't he... I th- oh, did he send us an email?
1: I have a feeling he sent me an email. Let me just You look check. it up
0: while I go on. Yeah. Tice Arntzen, A-R-N-T-Z-E-N from Hamburg, Deutschland. Another member of the 313 Club. Uh, hello, John. Hello, Adam. I've been listening to the show for some time. I always felt guilty for being a boner and not giving you value for value. Until now, I'm in need of some karma.
1: Mm-hmm. Here it comes for you.
2: You've got...
0: Karma, yeah, a, uh, for some things like a charity rally around the Baltic Sea, forty-six hundred miles in two weeks in a twenty-year-old
1: car. Hey, that, that sounds a, a lot good. like the Hot Pockets two thousand eight trip.
0: And uh, see, he's got a website. We'll put link in the show notes. It's German site only. Uh, Tice from Gitmo Nation, sauerkraut. Uh, Craig <laughs> Jones in Danville, Pennsylvania, uh, associate executive producer, two hundred dollars. Hey, actually, and, I, think uh, I think it's
1: I think it's Tice. Uh, if you tease. don't, if you, yeah, it's tease. Okay, tease. Tease.
0: Uh, hey, John and Adam, I believe uh, this should put me over the top for a knighthood. I'm a college student contemplating his life post graduation, thinking about getting a PhD in history, and would like some karma. Another karma demand.
2: You've got. Karma.
0: To get some help in the decision-making process, I need it. Thanks, guys. Keep it the good work. Uh, Ten and a half rings. I'm going to bring up a decision-making trick that I picked up on uh, that I'll discuss after we do one more, which is uh, Daniel Collins, who's our other associate executive producer from Gross Point, Michigan. Just hoping to thank you guys for, or wanting to thank you guys for the great show by donating. I was hoping to get some karma. F- wow, it's all karma day. It's
1: all karma. Hold on. Let's roll it out right now. You've got karma. You know, the thing is, it's, people are seeing the karma working. That's why they want yeah,
0: it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Uh, to hopefully help out with some issues I'm having right now, I also love John's Hot Pocket soundbite, and hopefully you can play it.
3: Hot Pockets! 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 Hot
1: pockets! <sighs> This is the effect uh, you've had on uh, kids of one of our uh, producers. <laughs> it, it, parents everywhere are, are hating you right now for your, uh, for your <laughs> hot probably. pockets.
3: Hot pockets.
1: <laughs> Thanks again for sifting
0: through the BS in the news, finding some real story, and presenting it as an enjoyable format. There was a, a book came out by uh, that columnist in New York Times, Brooks remember his first name offhand but anyway he uh, i have to get the title i'll do it maybe later in hey this great, great
1: great prep there john love that well, just whatever the it, guy's just gonna... name was i don't know the title but it's a book it's a book we <laughs> know it's beside it, the point it's of the made story. of paper it's made of paper it's good
0: uh, he had this interesting thing, that he's been, there's been a lot of research on, uh, n- not intuition, but on the subconscious and how it's actually working in the background, doing its own th- thought processes and actually tries to contribute to our consciousness by giving us information that, you know, might be useful. Yeah, in it's, making called, decisions. it's called NPR. And uh, so, you, so the, he, there's an interesting trick that, that he came up with, which I always thought was a, was a good... David well, Brooks, I, I think
1: it's David Brooks. David Brooks, yeah.
0: exactly. Uh, anyway, there's, there's somebody discovered that it's a, the way you can't really talk to your subconscious when you're awake. And when you're asleep, you can't remember half the things it tells you. So it's just useless most of the time. <laughs> but there's a trick. He says you can do it when you're really at a point where you don't know what to do.
1: The social animal. Is that what it's called? The social animal.
0: Yeah. 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 The social animals. Put it on the book club, uh, book club people. You, we, if you really don't know what to do, you want to you have two choices. So you flip a coin. And what, you know, one says one, you know, do it or don't do it. He says when the coin, when the, the, apparently somebody thought this was a good idea. When the coin results come out immediately, they get heads. You'd go and you have, if you have an immediate feeling of elation, that means you should do that. If you have immediate feeling of disappointment, it has to be immediate. What happens right yeah, there?
1: Go the other way.
0: You, you're disappointed in the coin flip results. You go the other way.
1: This is exactly how we're planning our trip. This is exactly how we're doing it. Miss Mickey, she said to me, "Um, so when are we going to sit down and plan out the route? I'm like, no, we're not going to, you know, misorganization. No, we're going to start in Virginia. I'm going to flip a coin and we're going to do it exactly this way. If we don't feel good, we'll go the other way. The coin says, yeah, it'll be a challenge coin. Of course. Of course. Uh, but anyway, obviously. I
0: thought that was a very interesting. Uh, yeah, thing because it te- it, that's
1: the only time you can actually hit your conscious, but you have to realize it immediately. Not say, "Oh, I have to obey the coin."
0: Right, you have to you have to look for that whatever that feeling is. If it's got a good feeling or a bad feeling, then you that's what you go with, not the coin.
1: Did I hear? So the, that's
0: uh, the way you make a decision in those situations. Am I or you, that, something? To try, try, am I
1: reading that you, you didn't have your challenge coin when asked about it on Twit? Did you get coin challenge and you didn't have it? No, nobody's coin-challenged me on Twit. Oh, well, I'm just reading the chat room. They must be wrong. Chat room's full of crap. Oh, yeah. Um, so, speaking of all this, and we will indeed have a uh, have a new night today. Craig Jones will be Sir Craig Jones. Uh, for the grief that I sometimes give him on the show, which is all done in loving fun, of course, uh, I have to say, uh, Eric the Shill did a bang-up job on the night rings. It's been, uh, how long have we been talking about these things? Two years? Five years. <laughs> Five years. And they're in. And I have okay. to say they are beautiful. Uh, they're made of white gold. And uh, uh, Miss Mickey, uh, did you see the pictures? I think she did a really good job. It's so hard to photograph a very, very shiny ring. Did you see the the pictures?
0: Yeah, rings. It's
1: rings. Dot. <laughs> and you didn't see them, did you? Do. <laughs> <laughs> go to rings.nashownotes.com, John. you can see him right now. Uh it's very hard to to actually photograph rings properly. I'm gonna take a look at it myself. Let's see if the website comes crashing down. Uh rings.nashownotes.com. It's uh, in the in the links, of course, NA Show notes. You getting the site?
0: Going there now.
1: Or is it oh there we go. So um, she, she has four pictures, and these are really great, and we also, she also hit me in the mouth and tweeted the picture of, uh, of the indent of night in the morning, ITM, number three, and then the Latin for hit him in the mouth, uh, and we also uh, did a picture with the, uh, the wax, the ceiling wax that comes with it. it. works really well, by the way. The ceiling wax is, is outstanding. And uh, unfortunately,
0: I think, the t- I think the picture that we should use for their promotions... Yeah. is the uh, is the picture of the ring on the ceiling wax with the red background. That's the one that... It's that's
1: beautiful, I, isn't it? Although the, although the the one underneath that, I think you see more of the ring.
0: Yeah, but it's a muddier picture.
1: Really? It's closer, yeah, you though. You know, you
0: should never use green or brown or anything like that for a background color. It's,
1: it's just, actually a mirror, as you can tell. Oh you, well, it, It's
0: reflecting something weird. Yeah. yeah. Either one, I don't care. Whatever. Well, what, know, I'd, do, what I'd lo- Greg Birch sent a, has a whole... Crap load of these pictures on Flickr, like a whole, like hundreds of them.
1: Right. So, what I'd like is, uh, <clears throat> add, uh, in the comments on this page at uh, rings.nashownotes.com, uh, add a link to your pictures and then I'll, uh, create a little archive of night rings and, and, and not just like your picture of your ring, but like, you know, wearing it, hitting someone in the mouth, doing something, propagating the formula, whatever it is, so we can, uh, uh, show these off. They're beautiful. I think uh, the box I'm not too crazy about. It looked a little better in the pictures. And it comes in like a, a brown, plain brown paper bag. <laughs> but that's to keep the cost down. So I understand that. It's not like Apple. You know, you get like the beautiful box and, you know, assembled in Cupertino. Now it's like, eh, here's a bag and a box. And, oh, and then the ring comes out, which is really nice. But it's a beautiful. Uh, a beautiful thing to have and uh, all of our knights and dames and our barons and baronesses uh, are uh, getting them I think we've uh, shipped just about everybody some of them haven't uh, haven't given us our uh, uh, their ring sizes yet so uh, if you haven't done that yet make we sure you we
0: also have uh, yeah and there's some overseas shipments that yeah. are
1: delayed yeah. <laughs> okay uh, just a couple other pieces. Actually,
0: pi- you know, I'm looking at these two again. I, I have to agree with you.
1: The bottom one is the best. It's better, one. right? Just just look at the well, detail the of the ring. The other one
0: is that even though the ring is nice and clear, it's a little too small, and there's some mush on the mirror.
1: Right, right underneath the wick?
0: And yeah, yeah, which has yeah. to be photoshopped out. Yeah, and you yeah. might as well just, hit, oh, anyway, whatever. Who
1: cares? <laughs> You're I such can- a perfectionist. You care. It's okay. You and Mickey work on that. Give her a call.
0: Yeah, she can do it. She's, yeah. she's taking the picture. Yeah. She's got it. I don't have a ring yet.
1: You don't have your... I'm wearing mine. Hello, everybody. I'm wearing mine. I wear it proudly. I wore it to the meeting with that guy yesterday. I saw his eye go like, what's that? <laughs> what, what is that thing? Is hey, that did, a Super Bowl ring? <laughs> like you played in bowl, man? <laughs> yeah. Can't you
0: tell? You win a championship somewhere? Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. Uh, a couple other PR uh, initiatives that we want to thank people for uh forwarding uh domain names and these will become very valuable with the new system I'm working on you're going to love it uh cspan.me now forwarding to noagendashow.com, which I thought was a pretty cool one um, because we are indeed the people who watch cspan so you don't have to uh this domain is not forwarding uh to noagendashow.com, but I like it anyway for a mention it's forwarding to uh monsanto uh who is poisoning my food.com <laughs> kind of like so you can propagate <laughs> oh, that man <laughs> propagate that all over the place and then of course uh, <laughs> uh, it was inevitable that uh, we have uh hail the and no agenda com are registered and ready for business so i'm uh, happy about that as are bad com and com. very very nice uh, and of course a reminder that uh, the HotPockets2008.com website is up, and we're maintaining that. Then uh, Baroness Maggie Vincent of Virginia has her uh, tour rig blog. And uh, I guess she is doing a little party when we get there. There's going to be, like, some people for the hot tub and martinis before we kick off. And someone actually sent me a Yeah, cool
0: take a few. Take about six martinis and hit the road.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's really great, though. I mean, she's, she has outfitted this thing. I mean, we can, we can go for five years now. It right down to the pink colored French press. It's all what? it's. Yeah. She has a French press that is pink. <laughs> it's all in there. But now she's also a, she's a sysadmin, right? She's a geek. So she's got like uh, audio, video, wireless routers. This thing is like it's got an antenna sticking out of it everywhere It's great. <laughs> I think she's working on multiplexing. It's going to be cool. As someone that offered the idea, maybe we should do a GPS route. Remember that guy who did. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You should. I
0: thought. that you mentioned it, you should do that. The guy was, yeah. It's it's plotting where you are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so we draw something on the map by driving in a certain direction.
0: I'm not yeah, quite around sure. and
1: around. We see where you're lost. Maybe we should drive an, uh, drive an Obama logo or something cool like that. We got to think of what we should uh, be driving to create a cool GPS map. Um, and we got a little uh uh misguided love from cnn did you see that no yeah so cnn uh has a mark million who looks like he's 12 uh reading apps sell subscriptions to fuzzy feelings uh, as in reading apps not reading apps but reading apps and he talks about uh the one-time fee being charged for Insta Paper, and then he talks about uh You know, the donation model. (laughs) And he says, uh, No Agenda, an online program co-created by podcast pioneer and former MTV personality Adam Curry, asks listeners to donate $50 a month. Hey, thanks for uh, debunking our formula.
0: (laughs) Idiot. We don't ask people to donate 50 bucks a month.
1: Anyway. <laughs> no, I know. This is what this is what, what kills me. That's your news. So whenever there's something in there you actually know about, it's always wrong. So how can the rest be correct? <sighs> yeah. And uh, and thank you all. I guess we have a couple more. Uh, I've been uh, working very diligently on your podcast licenses, com, And not a minute too soon, as uh, now the provincial government of the North Rhine-Westphalia in Gitmo Nation, Deutschland, is actually putting together the Internet Media Pass, which uh, kids will be uh, schooled in, and then you get your media pass, and then you can go on Facebook. So uh, I think uh, you should get your license now, kiddies. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow is right. It's It's sad, very, very sad. So you were right, John, we're right on the path there.
0: I saw that coming miles away, and it's amazing to me that it's moved as fast as it has.
1: Oh, it's it's moving at lightning speed. And, of course, we'd like to thank uh, the people who uh, supported this program in particular, uh, the people who made it possible, our uh, associate executive producers, uh, soon-to-be Sir Craig Jones and Daniel Collins, our uh, executive producers, uh, Sir Lawrence Fronick, Fronick, Fronick. Did we say it like that? Yes, Froncek. I'm sorry. Froncheck. Yes, I have it written here properly. Fronchek, who was also the exclusive 333 Club member, Um, And we have uh, Ryan Lackey and Tees Arnson who are both uh, executive producers and 313 Club members. Remember, the Pie Club is uh, the next episode. Actually, Uh, it's Fran Sec, the way he's got it. Sorry. Fran Sec? Yeah. The Pie Club is uh, coming up on uh, Sunday. That'll be uh, episode 314. And, of course, we'll have... Ooh, the
0: Pie Club's coming up. People should uh, get in the
1: Pie Club. Yeah, the Pie Club. You want to be in the Pie Club. And then 333, of course, is uh, coming up uh, shortly as well. And uh, all of uh, our uh, producers today, executive and associate executives, as you know, these are real credits. We don't mess around like the phony baloney douchebags in Hollywood. If you need someone to vouch for you, we will gladly do it. You can put it anywhere where credits are valid. And again, we really appreciate you helping us out. Now, there's still something you all can do, which is go out and propagate that formula. Our formula is this we go out, we hit people in the mouth. Say it, everybody, loud and proud.
3: Shut, Shut up. up, Sleep.
1: All you are. <sighs> so, uh, top news story. Hey, yeah, everybody, top news story. Hold on a second. Ladies and gentlemen, top news. Now we go over to John C. Dvorak in Berkeley. John?
0: Japanese researcher creates artificial meat from human feces, creating a <laughs> poop burger. <laughs> Some hardcore carnivores have a hard time finding meat alternatives, such as soy protein or tofu, to be palatable. But non-meat eaters may lose their appetite along with their uh, carnivorous friends. Poop burger. Uh, A meat alternative made from human excrement. Mm. You heard it correctly. Japanese scientist uh, Mitsuyuki Akita has developed a burger. Made from soy, steak, sauce essence. And poop. And, and poop. <laughs> mm. And they have a picture of him and he's holding it. So I guess somebody wrote down because you know he's Japanese, doesn't really understand English, so it says shit burger on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> shit burger.
0: Oh my god. So goodness. now that's just pretty much what uh, you know, we can expect uh, from the uh our uh vegan friends.
1: Is a poop burger? Yeah. Hey, uh, why don't you come over to the house Sunday? I'll throw some poop burgers. You, you, on you, the grill. you
0: eat meat, oh, okay? We got a poop
1: burger. <laughs> in fact, I'm grinding up some fresh poop burger for you right now. That's kind of like your 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 Sunday Times segment. I would expect that to be in the Sunday Times front page. Yeah. So um, I I can't resist because Kevin Reeves, who uh, I respect enormously, as a musician, uh, and everyone can stop now. Uh, we have John's Sunday Times jingle. You want to hear it? One little sneak peek for yeah, hit it. Uh, yeah.
0: John's gonna hum the Sunday Times.
1: Isn't that a beautiful Sunday vibe? Perfect.
0: It's a Sunday, yeah. It's a yeah. Sunday vibe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that or 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 a, or a lounge act. One of the
1: two. I like it. I think it's great. I think I think it's perfect for you.
0: So um, we'll do
1: that on Sunday.
0: In show. other news, is kind of interesting.
1: Food related hold on after the poop burger now John C DeVore, I Berkeley with more food news John
0: so so apparently Michelle you're supposed to Obama- say you uh,
1: you' supposed to say thank you Adam
0: thank you Adam yeah uh so Michelle back to you Adam <laughs> uh, so Michelle Obama uh, was in town for a2500 uh
1: oh yeah no 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 she was in town for you mean in Los Angeles or San Francisco? Oh, no, here, San Francisco. Oh, okay, because she was here. You go ahead. She was here too. Well, she's yeah. all over the place. Yeah, of course. So
0: halfway through the meal, the whole group, all the waiters and waitresses come out and they grab all the silverware and replace everything with with plastic forks and knives. What? Right in the middle of the meal, that apparently was supposed to be plastic forks and knives from the get-go. Really. Yeah, and, apparently, and uh, my wife, Mimi, looked up this trend. She's apparently been doing this a lot. They're afraid somebody's going to come at her with one of the knives, they say.
1: Oh, it's for her security, Is that Whoa. it? Oh, wow.
0: Which is bogus, but yeah. but, it, but I think, and there's another story that came up, and it, and this was just totally underreported, and you have trouble finding it. And I'm not even, I don't, I can't verify, it. there's only one report of it, but it, apparently remember that time she was in spain and spending four thousand dollars a night for every you know her and
1: her old yeah friends. With, uh, she was in Marbella.
0: yeah that's
1: yeah. it yeah where all the where all the drug well, dealers apparently hang out.
0: after she left the the silverware hotel, was gone <laughs> it was they were missing the silverware she stole the silverware
1: I hate it when that happens.
0: And they put a big, so I'm thinking when she's going to these different events, they, they remove the knives and spoons in the middle of the service, not at the beginning, because they're afraid Michelle's going to steal
1: <laughs> the steal. cutlery. Oh, come on.
0: I'm telling you, I think she's a kleptomaniac.
1: Uh, you know, the, <laughs> speaking of the Obamas and food.
0: You, there's no other explanation for this, by the way.
1: Uh, well, the the plastic is wrong. I mean, that's eco-unfriendly. I thought you, you were going to say like chopsticks or bamboo made of wood or something. No, no, plastic. Plastic. So the uh, Barack, and by the way, you can call him Barack because he's sending out emails now. And it says, Barack, um, this was sent to one of our producers, David. David, I'd like, I've set aside time for four supporters like you to join me for dinner with plastic cutlery. Most campaigns fill their dinner guest list primarily with Washington lobbyists and special interests. But, ooh, not me. No, we didn't get it. I swear to God, this is a real email. We didn't get here doing that. We're not going to start now. We're running a different kind oh, of campaign. Right. never have a meeting with a lobbyist right. We're running a different kind of campaign. We don't take money from Washington lobbyists or special interests or PACs. We never have and never will. We rely on every- Oh, really <laughs> We rely on everyday Americans given whatever they can afford, and I want to spend time with a few of you. So if you make a donation today, you'll be automatically entered for a chance to be one of the four supporters to sit down with me for dinner. Please donate $5 or more today. This is what we're doing wrong. we got to offer dinner, and people will help us out. We'll pay for your flight and the dinner. All you need to bring is your story and your ideas about how we can continue to make this a better country for all Americans. But I'm not asking you to donate today just so you be entered for a chance to meet me. <laughs> are you kidding? That's why I'd enter. I'm asking you to say you believe in the kind of politics that gives people like you a seat at the table, whether it's dinner table with me or the table where decisions are made about what kind of country you want it to be. Wow! I've said before, I want people like you to shape this campaign from the very beginning. And this is a chance for four people to share their ideas directly with me. Hope to see you soon, Barack. Barack. <laughs> <laughs> Barack. Hope to see you Hope soon. Hope to see you soon, Barack. And, and it actually says, no purchase necessary to enter the sweepstakes. I swear You're to God. To enter. Yeah, no, I can't. Now, Michelle Obama uh, was in uh, Los Angeles in, southern, uh, the, in uh, southern California, the great state here. And uh, she was here, um, well, under the cover of uh, this show, iCarly, which I've never seen. Uh, she was on an episode playing herself. And, uh, and she was out talking to the media, saying she wants the media to portray more stories of military families on television. This is what she wants to happen. Uh, and she's literally saying that, uh, you know, writers, you need to write more about military families. It's important, I think, what?
0: I think, yeah, I think there should be more stories about how the banks have been screwing military families, Yeah, and how, how their f- fathers how the come back dead. keeps sending them over that's over remissioning them over and over and over again. I think there should be a lot yeah, more
1: stories. I like agree. That. It's important. Hollywood gets the message because TV and film have the power to teach, she says. Yeah, teach how the government is screwing our military people.
0: Yep, and how the banks are taking advantage of the situation. Yeah, I think she's absolutely right. I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm with you, Michelle.
1: Yeah, Obama also appeared at two private fundraisers during her visit to Los Angeles on Monday. Yeah, of course. I'm sure these were uh, just people having dinner with her and Barack.
0: Yeah, Barack yeah. And, and and some some schmuck who gave five bucks. I'm sure some prize
1: winners. Some prize winners. Everybody. Yeah, I, I, if, I totally agree with you, John. I wish, I wish it were that way. I wish that they would really show the true hardships of uh, military families and not just the... the Anna, bl- what
0: does she expect? She, you know, she's so naive that I don't think she knows what's going on. I don't know who gave her this message. Somebody I? probably probably Gates thinking it was hilarious. <laughs> it's
1: like, hey, watch this. I'm going to tell her to say this. <laughs> uh, watch, watch this. this. Watch, watch her this. do it. Watch, watch her it. do it. No,
0: she's not going to do it. Five bucks, she doesn't do it. Yeah, she's going to do it. Yeah, she's going to do it.
1: She's totally going to do it. You know she's going to do it.
0: Oh, I, man, she did it.
1: <laughs> so I, I just got to stay with President Obama for a minute because it's just been it's been really funny. There's this new video, and they've they've, they've now they've gone out and they've They've listened to us. They've put some production into it. And this is where my Vivek Kundra story was going to come in. And uh, so he passed this, um, uh, I think, an executive order is what it was. Yes, it's an executive order. And it's the uh, Don't Waste Anymore, America. That's not exactly the name of it, but it's, uh, yes, it is Select USA Initiative. And it's an executive order that we have to stop wasting money. And we're going to start right here in the White House, everybody. And uh, you just have to listen to this, John. It is hilarious. You may interrupt. It is hilarious. Uh, first of all, hi, everyone.
5: Hi, everyone. This stack of books right here is called the Federal Register. For decades, copies Whoa. have been printed. <laughs>
1: no, uh, listen. Yeah,
0: I heard. This is ridiculous.
5: Well, you
1: heard the whole thing? No,
5: but go play. Play. Bound and sent to thousands of government offices all across the country, every single day. And while you might think that most people just can't wait to dig into their copy as soon as it arrives, <laughs> the truth is, no one reads this thing. And that's because it's <laughs>
1: Mm. you know, he it, that's i wanted to stop it there but that would be unfair because he actually says why no one reads this thing it's available on the internet internet for
5: years yeah which means taxpayers have been funding some pretty expensive doorstops
1: okay and then he literally put a stack of these things as a doorstop this is beautiful
5: so we're putting an end to that yeah saving you millions of dollars each year a million and that's just the tip of the iceberg ah what else are we gonna do Everyone knows that getting rid of the deficit will
1: require some tough decisions. Yeah, so we got to, like, get rid of the that paper.
0: Oh, yeah, this Medical. is going to be a big help.
1: Uh, no, <laughs> but this is how they're training the human resources to believe. It's cutting back
5: on billions of dollars in programs that a lot of people care about. But what should be easy is getting rid of the pointless waste and stupid spending that doesn't benefit anybody. Waste we should be getting rid of, even if we didn't have a deficit.
1: Now, what is your pet peeve when it comes to waste, John? Well,
0: what besides Michelle
1: Obama's one million
0: dollar <laughs> budget and twenty six assistants? Yeah, that?
1: Out, yeah, Outside of that,
0: what? well, the real waste is in the military. Now, I know, but you know your pet peeve with your guy. Oh, Vivek Kundra. Yeah, and the eight million dollar
1: 18, $18 million dollar website. Eighteen
0: million dollar websites. Yeah, oh, no, I can't believe me. I cannot remember that this, the numbers that high because it's not within the. It's not believable.
5: We're off to a good start. Over the last two years, we've pulled the plug on all kinds of ridiculous practices. Apparently, the government used to overnight containers filled with nothing. Don't ask why that is.
1: I want to know what that is. Was that to put the drugs in that we're shipping what? back? He said, for years, the, the government has been shipping containers that were empty. Don't ask. Well, I, I want to I'd be interested in knowing uh, what the I'm deal is. I'm very interested in that. <laughs> it's like, but it, shut up. Don't ask. Sure. Some of these cuts aren't that big.
5: But no amount of waste is acceptable, not when it's your money, not at a time when so many Americans are already cutting back. Just as families are living within their means, government should too, so we can invest in the things that we know will create good jobs and grow the economy. Things like education and technology. Technology. Besides, after a while, all these cuts add up. Okay. Already we've identified about $33 billion in savings. Well,
1: oh my god, this is great. This is great. Where is it coming from?
5: Just for this year. And we're not finished. Not by a long shot. Mm. Did you know the federal government pays for a website devoted to a folk music ensemble made up of forest rangers? They're called the Fiddlin' Foresters.
1: <laughs> I showed this website of these rangers. The Fiddlin' Foresters. <laughs>
5: Listen. I'll put their music on my iPod, but I'm not paying for their website. And there are well, hundreds of similar stop, sites. Stop, stop,
0: stop. We- who does this guy think he's fooling? Well, by the, the way, the money spent on the website has been spent taking it off of the internet at this point. Out, you, the maintenance is zero, right? Well, wait a minute. First There's of no all,
1: maintenance. Don, he's so disingenuous because this is a website that has not—it's just been sitting there since 2005. You cannot actually get the music from those guys on the website. It's on a whole different website, so it's—it's it's like it's completely it's a, disingenuous. It's, it's,
0: yeah, well, it's it's also a, a station. It's a static website that costs probably tens. what does it cost eight cents Nobody's a day? Pounding it? No.
1: Well, they took it off. It's offline. I had to.
0: It, what does it say? Five dollars.
1: Yeah, I had to go to the uh, Wayback Machine to get a copy of it. <laughs>
0: It's like, what difference does it make? Is it's you got? I've got old websites that are sitting around the internet. That doesn't cost. You're anything. a waster.
1: You waster. You
0: it's not a waste you're of a anything. Wa- bull you, crap. You're wasting
1: bull
5: crap. We should consolidate or just get rid of.
1: He's doing like little tick boxes and all these websites are going to get rid of, except for the $18 million website. By
5: the way, you're not only paying for websites no one needs. Oh, oh. You're paying We're for not thousands. not
0: paying anything for these websites. The websites are static.
5: <laughs> I love when you get riled up. Does he up.
0: think everybody's an idiot?
5: Yes. This is, this, oh, okay. is,
1: this is why I play this for you.
5: For their website. And there are hundreds of similar sites that we should consolidate or just get rid of. By the way, you're not only paying
1: for
0: websites you, you, no wait, one
1: Hold needs. on a second. You realize it would
0: cost a fort? This, this is where the money gets wasted, consolidating a bunch of old websites? Yeah,
1: that's that's real money there.
0: Hey, that's That'd a contract. Cost, no, just leaving a static site up doesn't cost anything. Who is this guy? This is ridiculous. The public should be incensed by this idiocy.
1: So I think uh, this is where Vivek Kundra came in, because there's a report that now – the report said yesterday – Vivek Kundra personally has to authorize any website with a .gov domain name.
0: Oh brother! <laughs> this is why logic or he won't that,
1: that was his only job, I think. Is like you know, like I'm not going to do this anymore. I don't want to be approval of .gov domain names.
5: You're paying for thousands of buildings all across the country. No one uses for the last. De- yeah, like the White House. Decade, the government's owned a massive <laughs> and completely empty <laughs> warehouse in the middle of Brooklyn. For oh example. no! Oh no! Now. The government hadn't been able to sell this building, and others like it, because of red tape.
1: Yeah, how, how about because it the economy?
5: <laughs> red tape. And Washington politics that held things up for years. Oh, okay. But we're finally cutting through all that. Oh, finally. And going. plan to get rid of these buildings in the months ahead.
1: What are we going to do? Demolish them? He doesn't really quite specify.
5: Yeah, you're not going to sell them on this market? All no, of these efforts. Government buildings? Get waste and make government more efficient have been a priority for my administration since day one. Priority. but as so Here's the best part. Work to tackle the budget deficit. We need to step up our game. Yeah. We need to go after every
1: dime. How are we going to do that? What, who should we call for that? Who, who can we make the guy to go after all this stuff? To make sure we don't waste. Come on, who's the guy, John? You know the guy. Uh... Oh, come on, it's so obvious.
0: The, the waste guy? Yeah,
1: here, listen. We need to make government work for you. That's
5: why, starting today, I've asked the vice president to lead oh. a renewed effort to hunt down misspent tax oh, dollars. Oh, he's going to
1: hunt it down. He's going to hunt you down like a dog. Every
5: agent in <laughs> the department of this government. We're calling it the campaign to cut waste. And Joe's the guy. And I know Joe's the right man to lead it. Because <laughs> nobody messes with Joe.
1: Nobody messes with Joe, oh, yo. please. <laughs> so anyway, so here's the fallacy of it all. So the next day the next day when they're shutting down Ranger Bob's website because it's so wasteful, they throw a picnic at the White House a picnic, but not not like any old picnic, and Barack because we're allowed to call him Barack because he emails me that way uh, does a speech and and just listen to what, it's unbelievable Uh, hello everybody wait, hold on, here it comes Hello hello everybody hello everybody Hey! Welcome to the White House! Welcome oh, to the White House! I love how he's cl- <laughs> love how he's close, Mike, and that's cool.
5: First of all, I take full responsibility for the weather. That's right. What a spectacular day for a congressional picnic. Uh, this is always one of the best uh, events of the year for us, uh, mainly because uh, with all the work that we do with members of Congress. Uh, and their staffs, uh, all too often...
1: I don't know what's playing in the background. There's something weird going on, but anyway. And
5: we don't get a chance to say thank you to the families. Oh. And you know, we understand that public service is tough on the families. In some ways, tougher. Uh, you got spouses who are away from home. Moms or dads or grandpas or grandmas who don't get a chance to see as often as they'd like. Uh, And so this is just one modest way (laughs) for us to say to all of you, thank you for the enormous contributions you make to the country. Now. Uh, We are thrilled with everything that you guys uh, do each and every day to make this country stronger and more secure. That's right. And more free. Uh, It is good to see uh, a lot of familiar faces here.
1: Uh, I hope. And meanwhile, uh, Michelle is next to him, just nodding. She's on on the stage, just nodding. because they got a stage. They got like corn dog stands. They got tents. Everybody's
5: getting enough to eat. Get enough to eat. We don't want to make a long speech. Nope. Uh, but I, I do hope that uh, the spirit of community that
1: uh, yeah, you know, they got like so some ev- disco in the background
5: evident on a day like today that this carries over each and every day. Now so we got Democrats here and Republicans here and. You know, we all have differences on issues at any given blah, moment. But blah, now, blah. listen,
1: listen, it's coming now.
5: Uh, the one thing that we have to remind ourselves every day is we're all Americans. And we're all part of the American family. So, Woo. finally, last point I'd make uh, uh, is we've got some service members here uh, who help to not only,
1: you know, play the banjo. and Oh, wait a minute. It's okay for you to have a banjo played at uh, at your picnic. But it's not okay for Ranger Bob's website to be up. But it's okay. Just invite the banjo player.
5: Maybe uh, played
1: for free.
5: Some wonderful music, but folks who serve uh, each and every day, uh, for all of those who serve our country in uniform, thank you so much. Now, let's not waste any money. And God bless you. We're all grateful to you. All right? So you guys have fun, and I want... You guys to eat until you can't eat anymore. That's
1: nice. Eat until you can't eat anymore. Eat while the rest of the we country party. start. Let, let them eat cake. Hey everybody, hello everybody. I'm Barack Obama. Eat as much as you can here, elites. And we got banjo. Shut down Ranger Bob. We got the banjo at the White House. Yeah. There you go. So that's your, uh, your government saving you money, bringing in a banjo player at the White House and shutting down Ranger Bob's website. Beautiful.
0: Yeah, they're also sh- going to shut down a turtle site. There's a site.
1: That's- yeah, I, know. I saw the turtle site.
0: For box turtles. And this is, you know, again, it's the same thing. It's like nobody is, this is costing nothing. Once the site's up. And it's just a, basically a brochure online. It doesn't cost anything. So it's not saving any money. It's saving no. whatever the, you know, unless they're inflating the costs of web service. When they have all <laughs> these government computers that are online, you know, pumped right into May West and May East, I don't see that as a problem. It's bullcrap.
1: So there was a subtle message in there which you didn't pick up on because you were so annoyed in general. Did you hear what he was saying about families and how hard it was and it's a tough and you know people don't realize. Did you hear that? Did you catch yeah, that? I heard all that? I would, what was your yeah. prediction? What was your prediction about uh, President uh, Barack Obama?
0: I don't know. I don't have the red book in open.
1: Oh, that uh, he would be a one-term president and what would he give as an excuse cuz he would resign.
0: Yeah, I. Well, his excuse. What was his excuse? That
1: you're right. <laughs> I've been living with this for a year with your prediction, and finally, I can okay, help what you is prove it. the
0: prediction? he's going to give up because of the
1: family. Oh, right. It,
0: he has to spend more time with the girls.
1: Right? Don't you understand? Oh,
0: I see what you're coming up with here. This is good. Well, what I you've get, done it, is you've
1: deconstructed the beginning of the end for Barack. Now it gets better because Ann Curry. No relation to me, who, by the way, is in this particular video piece is hot looking. She's got like this little black outfit with a white collar. She looks like a maid. OK, but like really hot looking uh, in a, uh, you know, one of those milfy kind of ways. Milf. And uh, she gets she's being pushed forward now at, uh, at CBS. She's, she's the new superstar. She gets to interview the president as they're walking around the uh, factory floor. And she pops the question, which, of course, is not unrehearsed. Okay, Th- these interviews are not unrehearsed. i over the last two and a half years.
4: So you still probably though had to have a family meeting. Did you ask Michelle and the kids about this? Yeah, at you the know, table? Uh,
5: look, m- the Michelle and the kids are wonderful in that if uh, if I said, you know what, guys, uh, I want to do something different, they'd be fine. They're they're not invested in Daddy being president or. Uh, my husband being president, but they do believe in what we're doing, uh, and I think you know Michelle. Uh, if she didn't think that what we were doing was worthwhile in moving the country forward, uh, I think she'd be the first one to say, uh, "Why don't you go do something else that uh, is a little less stressful?"
1: Uh huh. So, so it's, that's all she has to do. All she has to do is say, "You know what, Barack? We're done. We're out of here." Yeah, yeah. It's a setup.
0: Well, I agree with what you're – I think this analysis is great, but I think the, 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 the flip side of this is that Michelle is looking at that $1 million budget she has for personal assistance.
1: <laughs> and all that free silverware.
0: And the free silverware she steals. And she's, she's going to say, you know, Barack, I think you can gut it out yeah, for a years. more. Shut year. up, man. Top man up. Man up! I know your hair's turning gray. You get
1: bags under your eyes. So what? Get on your man pad and man up. Man up, darn it! Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, while we're also worried about Anthony Weiner, uh, and we're having picnics at the White House, uh, we're missing some money.
4: The Pentagon has recently been forced to admit it doesn't know where six point six billion U.S. dollars scheduled for Iraq have gone.
1: Yeah. Scheduled. Scheduled. It's uh, Russia Today. They speak uh, with a British accent. Scheduled. Yeah, Scheduled. yeah this is, uh, you know, this money was on, this, we talked about this on the show, was on pallets, big bags of dollars Yeah. that yeah. was shipped over to uh, Iraq and they kept in the palace there and just handing out like candy. Yeah, oh, gee, really? Someone missing? Really? Huh? $6.6 6 billion. Is there any outrage over this? Is anyone jumping up and down? No
0: no but they gotta shut down ranger bob's
1: website (laughs) but but let's shut down ranger bob because you know and by the way i'll have that on my ipod but not on my website that's literally what he said why is he plugging apple all the time yeah he didn't say zune
0: he didn't say his mp3 player my droid he didn't say he said ipod
1: yeah he said ipod yeah he said ipod yeah and,
2: and, and then it's like hello, it. I
1: have that on my iPod Hi everybody Hello everybody I'm Barack This is on my iPod I love iPods And I love Steve Jobs I love banjos
0: Not getting the banjo thing
1: Well that's he had a banjo
0: No I, I don't understand why he likes banjo I mean I, I would think He know, doesn't because
1: to... he removed Ranger Bob The fiddling What's their name
0: the Fiddlin' for the Fiddlin' Foresters, the
1: Fiddlin' Foresters. <laughs> foresters. I have the link in the show notes: three one three dot n a show notes The Fiddlin' Foresters. It, it, it literally the website is my love. The website. Do you have your ring on? Excellent. Uh, the web.
0: She, she, Mickey's wearing a ring.
1: Yeah, she can't leave the
0: house. Is that is that the engagement
1: ring? No, it's funny because they came in and. Uh, and I said, Oh look here, are the rings. And she's like, oh, do you want to do something? I said, no, honey, this doesn't have the bling on it. This is just the regular ring. You know, I gotta have a, a rock mounted on it. You know, a diamondique. <sighs> but she loves it. And and Mickey wouldn't wear something if she didn't like the way it looked. Fiddlin Foresters, uh, not updated since two thousand five. Fiddlinforesters.gov. Yeah, let's let's call those guys so out. So it
0: hasn't been updated since, since two thousand five. Five, which means it's cost nothing.
1: No, it costs nothing at all. It's like four-page website. Yeah.
0: Anyway, okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, do you want to change subjects? Please, to real news?
1: please. Yeah. Real news. Oh, I wasn't ready for
0: that. Well, gonna...
1: And now, back to real, what real news. What has this been? This has been nothing but real so, news. While you were
0: struggling and watching this crap with Obama and C-SPAN. I watched the
1: Tonys. The Tionys. I heard they were really good. I heard that the hosts were, were really good.
0: They were astonishingly good. What's his name? is a very funny. There was. There was Neil very, Patrick Harris? Yeah, self deprecating. His first uh, song they opened this whole show with, which is Broadway is not for gays anymore. And, he, and a, he's gay, right? Yeah, he's totally gay. And he, he makes fun of it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but, but what was weird, I mean, the show is well produced. It was more. Usually it's a very horribly produced, non TV oriented show, but this is very slick. And it, was, it had a lot of humor, and, it was, and they had a lot of Broadway acts you got to see, and well-produced. But the weird thing was, that was the following clip that I have, and you have to listen to the whole thing just, just without comment. Just is this, the, to the Tony acceptance speech? This is a Tony acceptance speech. The guy who won for Best Actors Mark Rylance. This is his second Tony. Wait, didn't, I, didn't,
1: I, 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 didn't he win for something really weird? Like, uh, what was the name of the play?
0: The, it was Jerusalem. He played this crazy right. guy that lived out in a trailer, and he was being uh, pushed out by British bureaucrats. It was—it's a very good play. If anyone's in New York and wants to see a good play, you've seen, seen it. it. Yeah, we saw
1: it. I thought you went to Spider Man.
0: We saw Spider Man. We saw Jerusalem. We saw Memphis. Oh. We saw. It was like a play oh. rama We but, just saw a lot of plays. I bet
1: your old family listens to NPR as well. Actually, they don't. <laughs> and oh wait! The wait stop, theater- stop! Stop! Stop!
0: Stop! 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 So I, I, I still got some setup. I was really
1: tight on that, too.
0: Yeah, you were. You are outstanding. It would have been beautiful if, if, <laughs> if, if you
1: had had the setup normally. Yeah.
0: But I, want, I just want people to know the following things. This guy gives an accept. This is, about, this is his acceptance speech. Nobody, after the acceptance, well, you're going to hear it and you're going to go, What? Nobody commented on it. It wasn't written up in the newspaper that I could at least any article I saw.
1: Oh, it must have been the, good.
0: What's her name comes on, and she assumes... Who's just, what's yes, her name? It
1: didn't happen. Be specific. Who's what's her name?
0: What's her name is the wife of uh, of uh, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Douglas's wife, the actress. Oh, Catherine uh,
1: Zeta-Jones. How come I? Catherine? Why do I know all this? this is, and she's she's I bipolar. She, Cat. Ca- did she yeah, get a, like, she got an applause, right? Big standing ovation because she's bipolar and she walked on stage.
0: No, oh, she didn't get anything special. She came oh. out and she's the one who announces, and then she after Rylance is done, she goes and just does the walks right through the next one. But tell me that if you were up there, you wouldn't have said something about this acceptance speech.
2: And the American Theater Tony goes Tony. to Mark Rylance. Having won in 2008 for Boeing Boeing, tonight Mark Rylance takes home his second Tony for his outstanding performance as Johnny Rooster Byron.
4: Unlike flying or astral projection, walking through walls is a totally earth-related craft, but a lot more interesting than pot making or driftwood lamps. I got started at a picnic uh, in Wisconsin in the northern part of the states. A fellow walked through a brick wall right there in the park. I said, say, I want to try that. Stone walls are best, then brick and wood. Wooden walls with fiberglass insulation and steel doors aren't so good. It's not that they'll hurt you. If you're walking through walls is done properly, both you and the wall remain intact. It's just that they, they aren't pleasant somehow. <laughs> the worst things are wire fences. Maybe it's the molecular structure of the alloy or the amount of given a fence. I don't know, but I've lost my hat and torn my jacket in a lot of fences. The best approach to a wall is first two hands flat against the wall... You'll feel the dry inner surface. Then there's a moment of total darkness before you step through on the other side. Thanks very much.
1: I, uh, I would have switched over to the Kardashians.
0: She, the thing is, this is the weirdest acceptance speech I've ever heard,
1: and nobody says anything. And, well, the audience loves it. I don't understand a single bit of this joke. Of course, I didn't see the play. No,
0: it's got nothing to do with the play either. It's just a complete off-the-wall, has nothing to do with anything, acceptance speech. It's got nothing to do with the awards. It's just some craziness that this guy decided to start talking. And what's her name? Catherine Zeta-Jones comes out. Never de- looks over, doesn't do a take, and she just announces the next person. And then throughout the rest of the whole evening, nobody mentions that this was crazy. This guy was, was just insane, and nobody – um, I was stunned.
1: I'll tell you why. Because for the ton- chonies, it's for uh, elites. Because, you know, who the hell can afford a ticket, really? Now, you, guys, <laughs> you guys stood at TKTS for three hours, I'm sure. You got comped or something. You You don't pay for anything. Uh, but Chonis are for elites And everyone there is laughing Because they think they're supposed to be in on the joke They don't actually understand <laughs> Oh he's so brilliant Brilliant I tell you oh, I've got to go tell NPR <laughs> Brilliant it's stupid Thanks for ruining me You're welcome Wow Real downer Real downer in the show
0: Oh, a downer. Well, I got funnier stuff.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not looking for funny. Hey, I know you don't have the red book there. How about but- ISA versus Weasel? ISA versus Weasel. This real news, or is it like something that we actually C-San. care about? Oh, okay. Well, hey. Thank. I thank the gentleman.
0: Uh, you made a statement.
1: In- now, who you got to set it up for me? Because no one understands what the hell is going on.
0: So apparently, they're having hearings on. Uh, on the uh, On this thing called uh, fast and furious you 're familiar with this?
1: yeah, this is what we talked about w- months ago about the ATF and the gun smuggling uh, and the thousand guns that are out there that uh, that have been lost. I mean we reported on this uh, months ago, two thousand guns actually,
0: and of course, like, the, one of the guns shot some guy, and then they were sus- worried sick that uh, what 's her name Gifford or, or the woman that was the congresswoman that was killed in uh,
1: She wasn't killed. uh, She
0: was shot in the head. Shot in the head uh, was done with one of these guns, and then there's a bunch of cop-killing guns. It turns out they were also sold. Yeah, some border patrol guys. Guns walk to Mexico. So now they're having all these hearings, oversight hearings on the trying to nail the Justice Department. Remember,
1: they didn't want to do this because you know the guy coming in was a big anti-gun guy at the ATF, and we we deconstructed all of this.
0: Right, but now they're trying to get to the bottom of you know who approved the stupid program. And of course, they're getting sandbagged by the Obama administration. So I've got actually a couple of different uh, clips here. Okay, but uh, try Isa versus the Weasel. This is a to me, this is just good, a good way for people to see if you're going to be on the, you know. Now, who is Isa? You've
1: got to explain who Isa is. Oh, uh,
0: Isa is our con- is a congressman from Los Angeles who's a Republican uh, firebrand. He's always trying to stir up stuff. It, and by the way, nothing ever comes of these hearings because no. it turns out that the. And this started, I don't know when it started. It must have started during the Bush administration. But the party in power in the presidency, the Congress doesn't care anymore. The party in power just gives everything. They want the president to do everything. Yeah. And so they sandbag all these things. Nothing, these, these things. They should just shut down Congress and just let the president become a king. <laughs> in that letter that you signed.
1: Let them hear banjo. <laughs> on,
6: uh, on the 4th, it said, ATF makes every effort to interdict weapons that have been purchased illegally and prevent their transportation to Mexico. Who prepared that line in your letter? Chairman, I said You signed it. Who prepared it? Was it you?
7: These letters are the product of the (laughs) Justice Department. So
6: your signature on that letter doesn't mean that you know it to be true. Is that correct?
7: I take ultimate responsibility.
6: Okay. Isn't that statement false now with what you know?
7: Obviously, uh, uh, there have been allegations that call into serious question that particular with <laughs> their documents that now
1: have been provided did you take that cookie from the cookie jar well mom obviously there have been allegations that lead into serious question <laughs> the guy about will
6: the, not uh, answer anything made public that let you know that that statement was false
7: and and that's that's why you're investigating and that's why we're investigating
6: i uh, just take your agreement that those documents indicate that that statement that you signed that someone prepared for your signature were false
7: Congressman, I'm not prepared to say that at this time. Everything that we say is true to the best of our knowledge at the time we say it. As more facts come out, obviously our understanding of the situation is enhanced.
6: Just for the record, we will be posting online the 20-some pages that were made available. uh, Since out of the 20-some pages, the only thing that's not redacted other than internal use only statements is Kevin Simpson, Acting Division Operations Officer, U.S. Department of Justice, ATF, 201 East Washington Street, Suite 940, Phoenix, Arizona, and the Zip.
0: (laughs) I'm going to post them online. He hearing complaining of this guy showing up. Here's this. Here's the. We asked for documents, and here's what you sent us. And he holds up all one page after another, just solid black.
1: Oh, yeah, it's all redacted. You can't see any. But it's can't not read like there's it. even
0: it's not yeah. like it's, there's a word in there. It's all black. It's yeah. a bunch of black stuff. Yeah. And it was pretty funny. So it goes on. I, there's one more douchebag weasel uh, thing where the guy won't answer questions. Justice Department douchebag weasel one.
1: Oh, that would be a very obvious clip.
7: <laughs> Mr. Chairman, uh, you've raised a number of issues. Let me try to address. do the last ones
6: first. Like to- Who authorized this program that was so felony stupid that it got people killed?
7: The Attorney General has said that he wants to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> he has directed the Office of the Inspector General at the Justice Department to review this matter in order to answer questions like the ones that and you if that
6: 's the case, then why are we any burden at all isn 't every one of our requests consistent with what the Inspector General and the Attorney General should be looking at in this case
7: i, I don 't know uh, for a fact that everything you 've asked for is what they 're looking at I, I
6: hope do. you came here to answer questions like that. Yeah. We're asking for things related to the the above-the-field level almost exclusively. Our questions are about who authorized this. Why did it happen? Why did it continue? Our question to you today is the president said he didn't authorize it. He said the attorney general didn't authorize it. He didn't say he didn't know about it. It was the auto pen.
1: It's obvious.
6: Auto pen. He said he didn't authorize it. Who, at Justice, authorized this program?
7: As I've said, Mr. Chairman, at the Office of the Inspector General. Who, at
6: Justice, and if you know, I ask you to answer, who do you know was involved in the authorization of this today? I, do you know? Uh,
7: we, do you know? <laughs> well, Mr. Chairman, if you'll permit me to answer the question. <laughs> um, we sent a letter to Chairman Smith. Who asked a question like that. We pointed out that this operation, as with other law enforcement operations, originated in the uh, ATF's Phoenix office. Uh,
6: That's not authorization. Who authorized it at the highest level? I bet you
7: it
1: was Lucy. I bet you it was Lucy Napolitano, wasn't it? Oh, Maybe. Wasn't she in Arizona? She did kind of bonehead
0: she, thing she, did. she was
1: in Arizona. Wasn't she Attorney no, General Arizona?
0: Mexico.
1: I thought she was Arizona. Oh, no, maybe. She's Arizona, dude. I thought she was oh, okay, Arizona. Arizona yeah. I could be. Yeah, wrong. you're
0: right. She is Arizona.
1: Uh-huh. Again, Mr. So they're covering her. Well, they got a lot of cover to do. They're covering her ass.
7: Mr. Chairman, please, if you'll
6: do. Permit- do you know who authorized it at the highest level? And answer me. Phoenix or Tucson or any part of Arizona, if you please. Well,
7: Mr. Chairman, it's difficult to answer your questions if you don't commit <laughs> to answer them. I
6: want the answer to my question, which was who here in Washington authorized? We know who looked at it on video. We know who who who, who authorized it effectively, at least by acquisition, acquiescence. Who authorizes it, Justice?
7: Uh, Mr. Chairman, I do not know the answer to that question, and the Inspector General is reviewing the matter.
6: Wow! Then we will have somebody back who does. The ranking member is recognized.
1: <coughs> wow! He knows. Yeah, they all know. But who is it then? I don't know. <laughs> I think I was saying. I bet you it was Lucy. They're covering for somebody big time. It's got to be her or Holder, or it's got to be someone important. Otherwise, they wouldn't they, I mean, wow.
0: Oh, that just went on for hours. And it was just all and you watched all, all no of it, room.
1: right? You watched all of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff. There's another one. Just the last clip on this. It was just so people can get a feeling for what's going on. <laughs> Play the ATF retaliation clip <laughs> and had to leave for some votes. But but you mentioned that it was the rule rather than the exception, I think, to to have the
6: surveillance without the interdiction or the arrests. And, and, and was, was that did I get the gist of it? For
2: this investigation,
6: yes, it was. And, and and you stated in your testimony it has become common practice for ATF supervisors to retaliate against employees that do not blindly tow the company line, no matter what the consequences. <laughs> Can you describe what any of that retaliation may have been?
2: I would just say refer back to OIG investigations over the, the countless years uh, of Leola uh, attorneys that have represented ATF employees for all types of um, retaliation for whistleblowing uh, punitive actions for whether that agent or inspector deserved the punitive Because for- you, you mentioned
6: in the, e- the email that you received, you felt it was threatening. Oh, yeah. And, and were you personally threatened by...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this is good. This is kind of what we discussed and we talked about it. Now it's... Well, nothing's coming out. They're all just sitting there lying. I remember when uh, we had the, uh, the Nixon, the Watergate scandal. My grandmother, bless her, whiffy, uh, would send my mom, bless her, breezy, um, cassette tapes. This is how involved people were back then. She would, because re- of course we didn't have internet, we had barely had telephone, and uh, she would record all of this off of television with her little cassette recorder with a microphone next to the TV and send them over. My mom would listen to all of them. Yeah, and people were really involved and outraged, and uh, they got Nixon kicked out eventually. But now it's just like pff, no one's watching, no one cares. Hey, we're watching. Good job.
0: This particular, well, there's even more. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff, including ISA yelling at this
1: guy. <laughs> and
0: then watching the Democrats come up and say, well, you know, you know, the president's looking into it. And oh, all, it's got to be
1: all... Holder. It's got to be Holder or Lucy. It's one. Well, it's it's got
0: Whatever yeah. the case is, it's some dummy up there. But the point is that I'm noticing is that the, the Congress is basically in the olden days. They used to be. Especially in the 1800s, they used to be tough cookies, and they used to, you know, they used to be a, 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 a group amongst themselves, and they were always in, at war with the. I mean, they would, you know, take the president on, and they, as a group, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have a bunch of president stooges. In their within their body because their body is a standalone body. We have the way the government works in this country. We have three bodies, the executive, the legislative, and the, and the judicial. And these guys are supposed to balance things. Among, you're not supposed to be the executive. It's not supposed to have a bunch of stooges within the other organization. Mm-hmm. It's bullcrap. And that's the, and that all you see is these guys, they get into something. They try to get to the bottom of something and then the people from the other party and this happens with Bush and the Republicans too. They'd submarine and there's this Cummins from Georgia was at this thing, that black guy, and all he did was apologize to the guy. He came out and apologized to the guy that Isa was yelling at. He says, "I'm sorry that my committee chairman is yelling at you. Oh, you did know, it hurt, it's hurt your feelings to the committee. You really hurt your
1: feelings." And uh. he went
0: on and on like that. And, they, and there's there's another guy on there the same way, and it was uh, it's just like. Are you investigating, or are you just working for Obama? Uh, And what if you're working for Obama? Why don't you go work for him? What are you doing in Congress? I mean, this 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 has been the separation of powers has been ruined. Uh, I don't know when it began. I'm sure it goes back further than you know. It probably goes Nixon or even before
1: then. Johnson.
0: Well, Johnson for sure. But but it's really gotten bad now, and so so Congress has been deballed. Because it doesn't want to stand up on its own as as its own thing, it has to be cow to the president. If, if the, whatever party you are, if you're a Democrat, the president's a Democrat, you have to cow to him. You're in Congress. You're not working in the executive suite.
2: John. So C. The pet peeve of the day.
0: Sorry, I all this crap down. goes for naught.
1: Well, I it's think just
0: a big waste of time. I don't even know why we do the show.
1: Oh wow, that that hurts. Just saying. Well, I think it's important that people that people know about this and know what's going on. And let's 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 face it, no one has time to watch uh, C-SPAN. You know, we're 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 helped by uh, our supporters and producers to do exactly that. And so we we have to bring the information so people can at least sound smart at uh, cocktail parties and maybe pick up some some sex. Hey. So
0: I- <laughs> Maybe, if they're lucky. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, by quoting stuff from the No Agenda show, they're going to get laid. <laughs> I'm going to show
2: my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that. Oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on No Agenda in
3: the morning.
0: So, we do have some donors uh, this week. Not a lot, but but what's weird is we only have one 111 donor, huh. Tom Gibson out of Redondo Beach, California, a new donor. Mm hmm. Uh, true in one hundred eleven dollars, which is part of the the year the one eleven, and uh, no comment. He's got no comment. Anonymous gave us a hundred bucks, and he says, "Please keep me totally anonymous." He's anonymous <laughs> from anonymous and anonymous. <laughs> yeah. No name or location. Okay. Yes.
1: It's anonymous. I'm not saying anything.
0: I don't even know why we mentioned it. Yeah. Jane Middleton, Austin, Texas. 75 bucks. Just living the American dream. Work hard, live within my means, <laughs> and have a little financial security. I'm just able to pay my bills. I'm privileged to donate what's left over to no agenda. Keep on living the
1: dream. You know, I, uh, I, uh, I keep getting calls from the Gary Johnson uh, campaign because you know, I like, paid attention to him. Yeah, And, uh, and so now I'm like... You know, tell the tell him to do this, and he actually went on Stossel, and he was talking about if I had a magic wand. So now I was using my lines. So I said, um, "Go watch the president's address about the American dream, about you know just getting by and retire with dignity, and you know shut up, slave, and uh, have him harp on that man. Have him call the president out. So we got to watch and see if he does that. It'd Be kind of funny. He should. Yeah, absolutely. They I think all should.
0: anybody running against Obama should use that. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's like a it's like a it's like a slow pitch down the middle. I mean, how can you not swing at it?
1: Because no one watches it.
8: No David one's Anderson, watching
0: it. Another, David Anderson, 6633, Clayton, North Carolina, a D douche. Mm, we got that for you, my friend.
3: You've been D douched.
0: As for the 33 meme that we keep picking up on, he says a level 33 Freemason top dog might be where the code
1: comes from. Uh, you think? Ah.
0: Yeah, Judith please. Cook, Orleans, Massachusetts. Nuts. Please give my uh, birthday shout out to my son Jefferson Post of East. I'm going to do that in a second. Uh, Sixty dollars. Uh, David C. Pugh in uh, North Canton, Ohio. Fifty-five ten. Double nickels on the dime. My wife Amy will be thirty-five. Is another birthday call out yep, on the list. He also wants a milf for her.
1: Oh, Fieris, well, hold on a second. Just stop. I mean... milf.
3: That's one mother I'd like to.
1: F- <laughs>
0: Firis Al Thibani in uh, Riyadh.
1: Oh, this is uh, our uh, official Arab. He's an official Arab. Yep. Um, he says we're wrong about Syria. He, sa- he, yeah, he wants
0: a karma shot, too, by the way. Yeah, he
1: deserves it. He, sa- you know, uh, he sent a really long email, and uh, I appreciate it. And he said. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we're not stupid over here. I don't think we've ever said that they're stupid. Have we ever said that the people in uh, in, in the Middle East are stupid? Not I that I recall. No, I think they're brave.
0: Well, usually they're, brave. they're sharp operators, most yeah. of the... Uh-
1: yeah. Anyway, so he, uh, I've, I've proclaimed him uh, the official Arab of uh, the No Agenda show, and he'll be checking in from time to time. And, of course, we'd love to give him a little karma shot, obviously. You've got
2: karma. From Ridja.
0: <laughs> 5133 Heather Longoria in Davenport, Iowa Donating in honor of my husband's birthday Another birthday A lot of birthdays
8: Yeah.
0: Uh, Tim's an avid listener of the show I still love him very much Even though he makes me listen to your show On long car rides
1: Oh, <gasps> Painful
0: Then we have a bunch of $50 try dollars Try listening to, to NPR Sawyer.
1: Try try that That'll be yeah, great
0: Yeah, listen to NPR yeah, for a long great. car rides yeah. How long you go Andrew Sawyer, Vancouver BC With all the ads Yeah Interstitial ads Yeah Andrew Sawyer, Vancouver, B.C. Sorry about that, Canucks. Uh, Chris Lewinsky, Sherwood Park, Alberta. Craig Steerley, Santa Monica. Jason Burke, Richmond, Texas. uh, Jason Dozier, Kansas City. Mrs. D. in Clifton Park, New York. Sir Tristan Lennon. $50, Fifty dollars, and uh, that, and and he's in Wagga Wagga, by the way. Wagga Wagga.
1: They got a whole bunch of podcast licenses, which is really nice. Thirty three, thirty three. That uh, you donate that to the show, you get a free podcast license. Uh, so all of your licenses will be issued. Uh, podcastlicense.com, dot com, and you can see that uh, sometime. Wow, there's like a whole mess of them. Ugh, work. Great idea, Curry. And. Uh
0: do you want credit for that? Is that what you
1: just said? No, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm flogging myself. <laughs> we have a make good uh, here, uh, which uh, Buzzkill Junior sent in, doing his work uh, fine. Uh, John, I'm not sure if my note from last Thursday was truncated before John read it, or if he decided it was too long or had too many requests. But I also requested a, a douching of Daniel Schultz and a plug for the No Agenda Radio app. Uh, the douchebag call-out was a gift for my wife's birthday, and I was disappointed when I was left out. Thank you for your time. An amazing show, community you guys have created. So let's uh, let's uh, douchebag uh, uh, Daniel Schultz douche and the No Agenda Radio app. You can find all that at domains.nashownotes.com. Uh, uh, not only do we have the domains there, but also the links that rock, uh, all at domains.nashownotes.com. And a quick story here of a request for Carmen. You know, I like to pick one out of the barrel from time to time. Uh, hi, Adam. Uh, I'm the Romanian. I'm a, I'm a Romanian married to an Icelandic girl living in Denmark. My name is Gabriel. I've been a douchebag, D-U-S-H, for more than a year. My wife was in school and now looking for a job, and I don't make enough to support the show. I still want to help the show, so I've decided to do a little PR move on your behalf. I ran the 5K at the Eventre Loop in Odense, Denmark where more than 23,000 people participated, and he had a noagendashow.com sign on his uh, on his butt. <laughs> Could you please uh, send my wife some karma so she can get the designer job she wants? Well, absolutely. You've got karma. And we've got a place to stay if uh, we ever make it to Denmark. Um, so if you are new to the program, you're wondering what this is all about. This is our model. It's not quite what CNN uh, describes it as. Uh, and let me give you an idea of how... Uh, uh of how good it is compared to uh well let's just pick one out of the bunch how about our national treasure npr so um one of the uh journalists of npr uh, dina dina i guess temple raston do you know her
0: nope never heard of her
1: so she's an npr correspondent And uh, she was scheduled to speak at the YWCA Women of Distinction Luncheon, $85 a head. And it was promoted uh, incessantly that, you know, oh, she's from NPR. She's from NPR. Oh, she's from NPR. Come look at her. She's from NPR. And then when uh, some coverage showed up, uh, she said, oh, you can't record me. You can't record me. You can't do that. I refuse. And by the way, it's policy at NPR. You believe that? Yeah, I do. After they got busted for
0: saying stupid things.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so
0: basically, because of Fox News recording an NPR guy at a bar. Yeah.
1: You they can't, can't record make public me.
0: comments and get it recorded because they, they overreacted. So NPR is a bunch of douchebags. They overreact. Give them the
1: douchebag call. Huh? Hell yeah. Douchebag. I love doing that. Unbelievable. want to start off with uh, one of our uh, producers today Lawrence Fronchek uh, how do you pronounce it again John I want Fronsec. to get it. Fronsec. Sorry. Lawrence Fronsek uh, congratulates himself. He'll be, uh, he's 30 today, June uh, 16th. Judith Cook says happy birthday to her son, Jefferson Post of Easton, Massachusetts. Uh, he'll be 29. Uh, he's 29 today as well. David C. Pugh says happy birthday to his wife, Amy. She'll turn 35 on the 18th The True Milk. And Heather Longoria congratulates her husband, Tim, 35 on the 30th. Happy birthday from all your buddies here at the No Agenda Show. It's your and uh so again we're very proud that we have the uh, rings for the uh, knights of the no agenda round table the dames the barons and baronesses uh and uh, we are going to welcome another person into the exclusive club today who is a college student you hear that college student supporting the show supporting our model and if we ever actually got paid 85 bucks a head to go speak anywhere you could record me no problem how about you Absolutely. Well, it depends. Yeah, Here's your sword. Good. Craig Jones, please step forward. Extend your finger as we slip on this nice, shiny, white, gold night ring in the morning. ITM number three and hit him in the mouth in Latin engraved on it. And, of course, we also have to do the official ceremony. We hereby. here by... Pronounce the Sir Craig Jones, Knight of the No Agenda Roundtable, for your support of the program in excess of $1,000, and we highly appreciate the support. Please, join the roundtable, our hookers and blow, rent boys and chardonnay. Dvorak.org slash N-A. We have some alternative sites for that as well, com slash N-A. You can always go to noagendanation.com and, uh, and uh, seanhannity.com. We'll also uh, help you out. Right? Yeah. All right, it's one I more right.
0: kind of org <laughs> slash
1: na It's lasting. It's still there. It's still there.
0: Nobody cares.
1: Uh, a little low, but this of course is uh it's I guess it's the summer. It's kicked in. It's what happens, right?
0: Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. So, uh I guess we should report on the uh the debate.
1: Yeah, I I watched it, of course.
0: Well, I have the key to the whole thing on the John King stupid queries. This is a, this is a, a compilation of all the fascinating questions he uh, asked Well, You, the, you uh,
1: did a compilation? It's a compilation. Oh, you did some work. Nice.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. I, I stole it. But go ahead. Play. Leno or Conan? Elvis or Johnny Cash? Dancing with the Stars or American
1: Idol? Blackberry or iPhone? Now, imagine you're getting to the barbecue joint. Maybe it's here in New Hampshire. Maybe it's South Carolina ordering some wings. Spicy or mild? Coke or Pepsi? Deep dish or thin crust? (laughs) Deep dish. And, of course, he missed the most important question. Scruncher or folder? I I can't believe he didn't ask that. Unbelievable. That was the worst thing ever. and, 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 by the way, first of all, John King, no, never again. He grunts while people are answering and his yeah, mic is on. They have a the mic <laughs>
0: funny so he's always making
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> like and I actually tweeted turn his mic off. It's annoying.
0: Yeah, it's very uh, amateurish. The whole thing. It was a beautiful set. The set must have cost a million dollars. You know,
1: I th- I really miss the whole. Uh, you know, the, like they should have been walking down a, a lit staircase. They should have audio stingers. You know, they, they could really make it into American Idol. They could make it like or like The Voice. Have all, all their backs turned to the audience. That would have been more exciting. This was. It was two hours. It was so boring.
0: Play O'Reilly on Ron Paul's numbers. And I, by the way, last week I sent some clips in that you didn't play, which, uh, reemphasized the, 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 the media, and I'm talking about the right wingers mainly, because the left wingers, they give Ron Paul a little bit of a break, but the right-wingers are just on his case. They hate him.
6: Polls and, uh, and the snap poll last night, it was Romney won uh, 51%, uh, Bachman 21%, Paul 9 Gingrich 7%, 4 Santorum 4 and I'll give you Ron Paul's number with John Stossel coming up. It's a pretty interesting number. But
1: look, <laughs> yeah, a pretty interesting number, but we're not going to give it to you.
0: He gives it to a LA, late, but he has to do it in this John Stossel segment. Stossel's become the Fox News uh, right, or not right wing, but the libertarian libertarian nutball.
1: right, 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 right. And
0: so that his number, what, what do you think is what do you think his number was?
1: Well, there were a whole bunch of different polls. CNN had a poll that put uh, Ron Paul at, like, zero, but there was only 54 people queried in the poll. uh,
0: That's the same number that Fox gave
1: him. Zero. Zero, yeah, but there was only 54 people in the poll. It's bullcrap. It's just to make the
0: guy look like an idiot.
1: Yeah, and he said some really good things. By the way, I know the congressman doesn't like these questions, Blackberry or iPhone. I think he was like, I, I think he, because I, I asked him folder or scruncher. Remember in 2008? I I, uh, I interviewed you would, him.
0: You would do this, something
1: like and he, that. And he said, I don't think that's relevant. <laughs> End of interview. <laughs> Damn you, Ron Paul. Answer the BlackBerry yeah, iPhone like question. Do you, you, do, you like to squeeze a toothpaste tube in yeah. the middle? Yeah, this is, real, this is how hand. we get to know our candidates. It was, Who it was cares? I don't
0: care if a guy eats spicy wings or, or yeah. mild. He doesn't like hot peppery stuff. I, that, that doesn't mean a thing. That, what's the politics got to do with that?
1: But how about this uh, this, uh, this new guy? This What's his name? Uh, Clarence Thomas?
0: Clarence?
1: The black guy? <laughs> yeah, what's his name? Kane? Uh-huh. Is his name Kane? Ugh. Yeah, Kane.
0: Yeah. How, how Homer Kane.
1: So, Homer Kane. So, he's a, he's a former Federal Reserve guy, by the way. Did you know that? Yeah,
0: well, yeah, oh, Kane, yeah. Kane, the guy who ran Godfather's Pizza? He's
1: a Federal Reserve shill. No way. Yes, 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 yes.
0: What is his first name? It's not Homer. I just mm-hmm. said that.
1: Uh, I think we have to uh, consult the Book of Knowledge on this one. Okay, uh, okay, hold now, on. hold be- on a
0: second. Consult the Book of
1: Yeah, I swear to God, Herman Cain, Federal Herman Reserve K- Chairman. There you go.
0: No, it's not this. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a different guy. No, it's
1: not. He's just a pizza guy. You're gonna disappoint it's me now.
0: The pizza guy. Come on.
1: I I think you're wrong. Herman, we call here, me. I got
0: a- his Wiki page. I got the book of knowledge open here.
1: Let's do it again. <laughs> oh, shoot. Hold on. <laughs> i love this.
3: Consult the book of knowledge.
1: Holy crap, you're right. No kidding.
0: He's a, he's a former deputy chairman and chairman of the board of directors to the Federal Reserve of Kansas
1: City. Yeah. Thank so you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Banks- uh, you uh, can just t- you. toss your money into the cup. Before thank
0: his you. business and economics career, he worked as a mathematician in ballistics for the United States Navy. Kane's newspaper columns, he's got a column, I can just imagine.
1: Mm-hmm. And the guy actually says, I never would have repealed Don't Ask, Don't Tell in the first place. Okay, you're not my candidate. As a bi-curious male, I was extremely ins- insulted.
0: Well, I've, the guy's got, is this, the guy's a blowhard. Every time I've seen him, he's yelling. He's
1: a Fed shill. This is my whole looks point.
0: Like, yeah, he's obvious. Now I realize he's a Fed
1: shill. Uh-huh. You didn't he, know that, did you? No, I didn't. No. Yeah, that, it, uh, I've been tracking this guy. You know, I, I'm a pizza guy. I'm just a pizza guy. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're a shill. I got to say, though, um, Michelle Bachman is pleasant to look at.
0: No, well, when she's made up right and they light her right. Yeah, they, they can also, if they don't give her highlights, oh, it's they, horrible.
1: No, it's horrible. She, then she gets like uh, she's
0: like that the, the Seinfeld episode where the girl in the wrong light. She looks like
1: you know horrible. Yeah, yeah, but she's beautiful. <laughs> like gap tooth. It's like really, really bad. And she is. I mean, she's she is the Botox queen, baby. She is really Botox. But yeah, interesting, she has twenty three uh, children she adopted.
0: Yeah. Well, they're no, they're foster kids.
1: Right, foster kids. Does that mean they're living at the house. Yeah. That's almost like Eric the Shill's place. <laughs> uh, wow. <Getting> wow. <laughs> yeah, and I think that uh, everyone proclaimed her the the highlight of the debate.
0: Yeah, well she's a pretty face, you know, yeah. she looked good and uh, she's sensible. Even though, you know, everyone has her made out to be a complete nutcase, you know, especially the left wingers.
1: Well, what surprises me.
0: She hasn't got a prayer running for president, but she could be a good vice presidential candidate.
1: What surprises me is that, uh, particularly the, uh, uh, the left, uh, is so. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Discriminatory towards beautiful women. Oh, they hate them. Yeah, I mean, Sarah Palin hate her you know
0: it, yeah, no this actually it's, it's visceral they hate her
1: yeah and it's and
0: it's just like and, and it's like because and she doesn't cut she doesn't do the the party line of what a woman should be like independent right you, know, you
1: need, you need a, a red jacket you know
0: pearls you, you, you know big big rocks big rock necklace not a lot of makeup yeah
1: made of like blue rocks
0: will pull your hair back
1: yeah say things like sorte and Montreal and you have to have one of those uh, the jacket has to be like one of those knitted ones like wool knitted things you gotta have a big brooch <laughs> That's
0: the Hillary look yeah. that knitted jacket with big giant <laughs> with what, the big what, where do you get thread that big?
1: with the all-seeing eye uh, and you know, Michelle Bach when she's got like the the high white collar of sexy 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 and and Sarah Palin I have to say with the it's motorcycle women. it's no good I'm sorry
0: it's an exploitation of the of women. It's just it's it's not right.
1: Well, but but they're doing it themselves. They, they uh, they're stooges for men, evil men. Oh, really? I think they're just beautiful women who uh, are smart. Oh, I think you've got it all wrong. Oh, really? I got it wrong. It's just it. it I'm just the um, uh. I'm the blood is rushed away from my head. Is that it?
0: Yeah, that's I can't think.
1: That's what it is. Yeah, you're probably right.
0: Whatever the case is the uh, she would be a good vice president, I think but that you know the thing is they always want to balance the ticket Ooh, let's balance the ticket and when they balance the ticket but they put her in it's not really going to is it? Gonna, they think it might draw some more conservative voters the conservative voters are going to come out in droves no matter who they run right. so they don't need to draw the conservative voter and they're not going to get any women specifically to vote for Michelle Obama especially because the women who are politically active are generally Democrats who would vote for a woman just because she She's a woman, the way a lot of blacks vote for a black just because he's black. Yeah, which Hence. is not going to happen this time around, by the way. Oh, you,
1: know, you know who I, I spoke to, John? Did she call they're you?
0: I, only, they're going to lose some, but they're not going to lose all the blacks, that's for sure.
1: I spoke to Maggie. Oh, I need to talk to her. Yeah, she wants to call you. So she uh, she beat cancer. Oh, good for her. She beat it, yeah, and she, and she called well, me she up. she got
0: out of the office.
1: <laughs> 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 she she called me up. <laughs> And uh, and it was so lovely to speak with. Maggie was uh, executive assistant uh, and basically mom around the office. She's, uh, she's a little what is she? Maggie's like uh, sixty, I think. Uh, uh, something like that. A beautiful, beautiful black woman, just incredibly, just an awesome person. Yeah, she can get very annoying, but kind of like this any the
0: executive secretary
1: type. Yeah, but and she can get annoying, but but that's kind of what what her job description was. Not for me, but for other executives and uh anyway so i really missed her and i called a couple times i hadn't heard and i really feared the worst and you know she's she's it actually wasn't esophageal cancer it was lung cancer and they were able to cut away a piece of her lung like a little little teeny bit and she's good and she's cancer free and uh but she's still loving barack man (laughs) oh yeah because that's what i used to argue with her all the time and she's like at first of all she called me a republican i'm like hey hey was that radiation gone to your head you nuts? I'm not for. I'm not a Republican or Democrat. Not for any of these stooges. And it's like, look at your guy. He's done nothing. And she's like, oh, you got to get the brother man a chance. I'm like, Maggie, please send me uh, the forwards of your your email. She's on the the email list, the big list, you know, the one that uh, the black only list. And she's gonna forward me some stuff. Uh, but anyway, so side note. But I was really happy. She wants to talk to you too. She's gonna call you. Good. She said. I, I gave her your number. I guess she had lost it. Great executive assistant. <laughs> lost the number. Yeah. Uh, so um, we're still awaiting uh, use of, uh, well, I guess it's 107-40. The president will be uh, entering Syria, uh, whether we're going to do a no-fly zone or bombing or whatever. And uh, the saber-rattling is uh, continues. Uh, the press secretary uh, earlier this week sent out a statement. The Syrian government's offensive in northern Syria has created a humanitarian crisis that's just before we get to catastrophe on the level and then we get to outrage. The United States calls the Syrian government calls upon the Syrian government to stop this violence, give the International Committee for the Red Cross immediate unfettered access to this region to care for the needs of wounded individuals, detainees and internally displaced civilians. Syrian leaders have no excuse for denying humanitarian assistance by a neutral body like the International Red Cross. If Syria's leaders fail to provide this access, they will once again be showing contempt for the dignity of the Syrian people. We will steal your money and bomb you. And uh, so that if that isn't proof enough for you, Angelina Jolie is going to be visiting Syrian refugees in Turkey. Why? Well, she's the United Nations uh, Humanitarian Crisis Ambassador. It's her job. She's a celebrity ambassador. So, uh, what's it going to
0: accomplish? Answer some questions here. Answer the question. What's it going to accomplish?
1: It's going to make you feel good about us bombing Syria. That's what she did with Libya. She did that. It's it's the same script. There's nothing new. So we did the exact... By the way, uh, I have a report here. Where was this report? Uh, Now, I'm not too sure about... This is, uh, could be sketchy, but NORAM Intelligence, whatever that is, European and Middle Eastern intelligence sources report that U.S. military ho- helicopters launched an extremely rare attack Sunday on Syrian territory close to Damascus. According to these intelligence sources, on the ground some of the helicopters landed and troops exited the aircraft and fired on buildings. Monday, the United States dispatched the amphibious assault ship, the USS Bataan, uh, on the Syrian shore, heavy military marine and air traffic also noted on the Adriatic and Black Sea for the past three days. Concentrations of such large marine and air forces next to Syria's, Syria's borders show the United States is preparing for the possible invasion of Syria and subsequently Lebanon. Now, this is stuff that gets sent to me, you know, like a PGP encrypted stuff. So, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, Lebanon? Syria and Lebanon, yeah. Well, wasn't that on the list?
0: I don't know. You still have the clip? We need to play that clip again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course I have it. Um, But I wasn't... You know, I have... What I need to do is I need to uh, set up a a folder that's just open all the time when you call for stuff like that. But it's hard. the evergreen clips. Yeah, but I mean, what would would we put in there? I mean, there's so much.
0: No, there's not that many. We got Obama talking about we're going to be out in days, not weeks. Yeah, I got that, that, that one. That's going to be good for the next five or six years. Well, we'll years. play that one for
1: a second.
5: It is U.S. policy that Gaddafi needs to go. But let me emphasize that we uh, anticipate this transition to take place in a matter of days and not a matter of weeks.
0: There you
1: go. So we got that
0: that's one. That's classic. And that could, that'll be good for the next, I, I give it four years, five years maybe.
1: Really, you think that uh, long? You think we're going to be bombing
0: down for the next few years oh well, that's possible
1: really wow.
0: and then we have the clip when he said we're going to, the first thing he's going to do is get us out of gitmo and the first thing he does when he's president is going to get us out of gitmo first yep. thing and then the other thing was he's going to get us out of iraq and you can take that to the bank and he hasn't done that either
1: and then we have and general uh, wesley
8: clark about there 10 is. days after 9-11 i went through the pentagon and i saw secretary rumsfeld and and Deputy Secretary Wolfowitz, I went downstairs just to say hello to some of the people on the joint staff who used, used to work for me, and one of the generals called me in, he said, Sir, you've got to come in and talk to me a second. I said, well, you're too busy. He said, no, no, he says, you, we've made the decision we're going to war with Iraq. This was on or about the 20th of September. I said, we're going to war with Iraq, why? He said, I don't know. <laughs> He said, I guess they don't know what else to do. So, uh, I said, well, did they find some information connecting Saddam to al-Qaeda? He said, no, no. He says, there's nothing new that way. They've just made the decision to go to war with Iraq. He said, I guess it's like, we don't know what to do about terrorists, but we've got a good military and we can take down governments. And um, he said, I guess if, if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem has to look like a nail. So I came back to see him a few weeks later, and by that time we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said, he reached over on his desk, he picked up a piece of paper, and he said, I just, he said, I just got this down from upstairs, meaning the Secretary of Defense Office today, and he said, this is a memo that describes how we're going to take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq, and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off, Iran.
1: There you go. Lebanon. You're right. It's in there. So yep. that's the paper. So we know what's going to happen. This is, this
8: yes. And then
0: Sudan and Somalia. Sudan. On. Yeah. Well, we know and Sudan they, is, the, is the, coming. The Libya thing was not in that order. It came in earlier. And I think that would be somebody jumped the gun.
1: Yeah. Someone, someone uh, like, like dropped a line or something. And oh, crap. You uh, can't believe you did it out of order. Douche. You idiot! <laughs> yeah, now, now we're gonna have to do now do it all over again. Oh, geez! Now we got to go to the United Nations and get 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 Rice on the phone with her pantsuit and on the phone. That's the kind of woman they like, Susan Rice. You know? Yeah. And Powers big, is those, the other those big similar. those big wide wide uh, pants. You know, with the with the knitted thing and the brooch and her hair pulled back tight. Hillary doesn't have to have her hair pulled back tight cuz she's like leader of the pack.
0: Yeah, she can do whatever she wants, like a general in the army. They can design their own uniform.
1: So there's been so, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: So I was just going to say, yeah, we got so those are the countries lined up and we already we have the Sudan thing taking place as we speak. So they, but they got to, you know, they got They just can't do this thing in a healthier Yemen stuck into its nose into the situation which screwed things up. Yeah. And you know, so we don't know. Yemen's not on that list. And so we're trying to avoid. No, no that's why that. it's not happening.
1: It's uh, we're just, we we have a base there. I mean, we got drones flying around. It's, it's and okay. then
0: they had that little skirmish that took place in Qatar or Qatar, Qatar. That uh, turns out to you know they didn't want that to happen, so they brought the Saudi troops in to put a put the kibosh on that. And uh, and also Jordan's not mentioned, so that's not going to happen there either. Right. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> we can, you can just take
0: them off. Now, the thing is, we don't know what's been written since. That that was information from 2002, 2003, whenever Wesley Clark told the story. I'm sure it's different today. There's probably, who knows what's on that
1: list. Uh, maybe, maybe.
0: But I don't see him taking anything off the list. No.
1: It was an interesting report uh, from, uh, and this goes right into our techno experts uh, that uh, Hillary Clinton has in the State Department. Um, Let me just, here it is, NATO. According to Wing Commander Mike Bracken, who's a spokesman for NATO, any military campaign relies on something that we call fused information. This was a briefing. I don't have any audio, unfortunately. So we'll take information from every source we can. If we get information from a press conference in Rome, or we get information from somebody passing secondhand, we'll get information from open source on the internet. We'll get Twitter you name any source of media and our fusion center will deliver all of that into usable intelligence. So I think you and I just need to register some fake Twitter names like, uh, <clears throat> you know, Syrian slave and just like hype it up.
0: Well, here's what we have to do. And I'm going to ask the people, uh, our uh, listeners, producers, to take part in this little plan, producers, producers and listeners. We have people that don't help us. Most they of might them help do. us. They might help us here.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the idea?
0: Uh, the idea is we're going to set up a bunch of fake accounts, just like you say. We will have to d- carefully design them, carefully craft them, and then we everybody that's listening to the show
1: has to subscribe, become a follower. Oh, a good idea. So, and then Andy Carvin will retweet.
0: <laughs> so, so the so the number of followers at least matches some. You know, it's not like two. You know, I'm following Adam. He's yeah, he, following me.
1: You'll know it's me when you see Tripoli E T Girl. And so we, so we'll we'll figure
0: out who these people are. We're gonna put it on this. We'll mention what they are. People have to go follow us so we we can have the numbers. Just for numbers, just for it's window dressing. It's just yeah, it's, yeah just it's to theater. get it
1: there. Yeah, just to get it up there. Yeah,
0: and uh, then we can we'll Have can say, some fun it, with it. Everything's
1: I, all I, cool. Everything's great. Go away. No need. We're fine. At Tripoli T-Girl. You'll know it's me. <laughs> Tripoli T-Girl. And then I can come out later and say, I was just pretending to be a transgendered person from Tripoli.
0: Which brings me to a clip. Mm-hmm. Tell me, I'm gonna. this is like a kind of, I don't want the theme, but this is kind of an Ask Adam thing. Play transphobia in schools.
2: My name is Max Philp. I am the co-president of the
0: Menlo Atherton Gay Straight Alliance Club. The organization fights homophobia and transphobia
1: in schools by empowering youth
0: What is transform Hold on, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. Hold on. You got you got to do it properly if you want to do it at all.
8: Got a burning question. What should we do ask Adam?
1: Yes. It's time for ask Adam everybody. John, you have a burning question.
0: So you got a I I a, a 15-year-old now, are you telling me that there's trans? By the way, the the word phobia, whether it's uh, homophobia, transphobia, phobia means fear of. And I don't know that people are sitting around fearful. They, if somebody hates gays, they're not phobic. They hate gays. They're bigoted, or they're they're you know some. of the be a better word. But anyway, yeah, it's, the that's, assholes. It's a pet peeve. Yeah. But transphobia, now are you telling me that there's transgender kids in high school? And if that's the case, who gave them the operation? Who's giving them the hormones? Is this like child abuse? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Let me listen
1: to the clip again, and I will answer your question. I I do have the answer to this. My name is Max Philp. I am the
0: co-president of the Menlo Atherton Gay Straight Alliance Club. The organization fights homophobia
2: and transphobia in schools by empowering youth.
1: Okay. Now, was this in California by any chance? Duh. Okay. Uh, I can answer this question, and we actually uh, discussed this, because this month, John, as you know, is uh, National Gay Lesbian uh, Transgendered Month, as uh, proclaimed by uh, our president. Let me get the official title of it, actually. I have it here. I'm going to whitehouse.gov. Uh, Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Pride Month. And it is the law in California, the law, that schools have to uh, touch on this subject and teach kids about uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgenderism. And that's why this is being propagated. Because it is the law in California, in the California educational system, maybe other states as well, uh, that they have to teach uh, that there are uh, people who have other... um, uh, sexual preferences or not just sexual lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. And that's why this is being advertising. propagated <laughs> advertising, <laughs> sexual advertising. And that's why, uh, that's why you, you caught this clip. Not because I, that probably is not, uh, well, I'm sure there are kids who are confused in school and feel like they're in the wrong body and the, and they may later transgender, uh, partially or completely. I mean, that that's completely possible. And it's not that I uh, disagree with, uh, I think everyone should, you know, I think it's great that we can live in a society where these things are discussed and it's cool. Um, But, you know, it's like, where does it end, of course, is the question. You know, we can have like, uh, we need a sensitivity, we need Tourette, National Tourette Pride Month. For you. For me, yeah. So, uh, you know, the guy who like screams expletives and, uh, and twitches around, you know, it's a condition.
0: I was on an airplane where a a real full blown uh, cussin type Tourettes, which is th- <laughs> not that common. It, no, but the but I and I hate to say this, but I can I think I can because you have because uh,
1: it's, you, they, you thought it was funny. I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> for yeah.
0: feeling that way.
1: Yeah, but it, okay, it, it, you just want to go up to the guy and like <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but when so, we, we 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 do recognize each other, you know. So. Th-
0: so the guy, oh, I bet you do. We do,
1: and we like, hey, how you doing?
0: <laughs> so the guy comes on the plane cussing like a just, you know, with that crazy blah, 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 just cussing like crazy, and they threw him off the plane. Of course, well, I, I they, felt far. They sad threw for him the off guy. the
1: plane because of that. Yeah,
0: I thought it was bad that they threw him off the plane. I think it was so what incredibly bad. Everyone anybody. understands
1: that he's got Tourette's. This, I'm outraged. I was outraged. Wait a minute! I it was it, terrible. Yeah, you seem like must, a nice guy, except for all the cussing. Yeah, but that's funny. There must be a tran, uh Let's see, Tourette. There must be a Tourette Society. Tourette. Oh, there's
0: got to be. Yeah.
1: Society. Let's see what the. Oh, What's interesting uh,
0: about Tourette's? The
3: book of
1: knowledge. Is that a lot of them are neat freaks? Yeah, that's not me. I don't have that. Uh, I don't know that you're not a neat freak. No, I'm not a neat freak. Uh C D C features Tourette Syndrome on its website to mark Oh Tourette's Syndrome Awareness Month. Well here you oh, go. There you have it. Uh, hold on, when is it? When's Tourette Awareness? Uh, Tourette Syndrome Awareness Month. When is it? When when, when uh, How come I don't see it? Uh Hmm. It's a very confusing page. It makes me want to curse. Tourette syndrome is a condition that affects the nervous system, causing people to have movements and vocalizations that <clears throat> they cannot control. Learn more about TS, ooh, now it's TS, and CDC's work to better understand it. Wow. It doesn't say when uh, when National uh, Tourette's Syndrome Month is, though. Maybe I missed it.
0: Yeah, you probably did.
1: Crap. You're they they, they could have alerted. They could have sent me a... Uh, your own me on ailment. They could have put me on the, on the email list. That would have been nice. Hmm. I
0: want to read this letter from Gordon Federi, Federy I don't know. I never could pronounce it. Anyway, he just went to the TSA pat-down. Didn't think it was a big deal, but I, I do want to re- read his uh, note. Mm-hmm. Uh, while waiting, the guy uh, he got went through the he, did, he went for the pat down. He says while waiting for the guy to come over to pat him down, he asked if they were wearing dosimeters yet. He shook his head. "Quote the TSA guy says this: No, I know people in the industry who won't go within ten feet of that thing. They say it's like a cell phone radiation, but I don't believe it." Yeah, <laughs> and so. So he's noticing, which is essentially the exact same wording. He's wondering if there's TSA union union pro-union guys, or they have their own talking points. They don't have
1: a union. They don't have it. They're I know, a lot, but they, a they love to there's, there's union.
0: guys that they want to form one. Right. And that would be a talking point. And by the way, we did send out a talking points memo some months back on this situation, and I hope people out there... uh Read their email and picked up on that and used the, the, the points we make in there about what to do when you get to the, uh, to the scanner.
1: Um, the FBI has uh, issued a terror warning. Squirrel! Um, approved by the Director of Intelligence Section, Chief Counterterrorism Analyst, Analysis Section, uh, this is uh, SACs. I'm not sure what SACs are. Anyway, the FBI Intelligence Bulletin has been approved for you to share with state, local, and tribal partners. So I guess uh, I qualify. Uh, this is from the 8th of June. you qualify? I'm a tribal partner. And what? Yeah, the Tourette tribe. TT. Never heard of them? No. We have our own month, you know. 8th of June, 2011. Jihadist web forums list heads of government, industry, and media as targets. hey. This FBI intelligence bulletin is intended to provide information, blah, 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 targeting of public figures in response to the June 3rd, 2011 video featuring U.S. person and senior AQ media propagandist Adam Gadon, was an American, in which he encourages acts of individual jihad. Members of several extremist web forums posted names of companies and its leaders to target.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Who's targeted? Did you find it? Did you find the website? Of course not.
1: No, of course not. They don't link to it or anything. It's bull crap then. Well, it's not really because then later we can say, well, we warned him. So I I would hate to be a a media leader. You can get, you know, you can get like. a media leader? I don't even know what that means. Rupert Murdoch. uh, How about Don Lemon? Don Lemon could be a media leader. No, he's not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it would make a good. O'Reilly. Riley's
0: coming closer. Yeah. Well, those guys; those guys are always, you know, they're they 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 have uh, bodyguards, I believe.
1: What a life! Um, so, a couple of things I found which are rather interesting. I think I figured out this um, this don't go to college meme. Yeah. Yeah, and it it stems from yeah, unbelievable. Jeffrey Immelt wrote a um, an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. Jeffrey Immelt is not only the um, chairman and CEO of General Electric, who make all that wonderful stuff we throw on uh, people's heads in the desert, if they're brown, and kill you with it. Uh, but he also uh, he chairs the president's uh, Economic Jobs Council. And uh, he says, you know, we have to train workers for today's open jobs. There are more than 2 million open jobs in the United States. Did you know this, John? 15 million unemployed yet, for some reason, there's two million open jobs. And this is because, according to Jeffrey Immelt, because in, in part, employers can't find workers with the advanced manufacturing skills they need. The private sector must quickly form partnerships with community colleges... Vocational schools, and we don't have vocational schools anymore, and others to match career training with real-world hiring needs. Now, this is why, the, because the president, you know, he just does whatever corporations tell him to do. So, Imult went to Obama and said, or to, probably to, uh, what's that woman's name? The Iranian? who uh, His handler? Ugh.
0: Yeah, it's your buddy. I hate her. You, you should yeah. know her name right at the top yeah. of the. You know, I know. The, the Valerie Jarrett.
1: Valerie Jarrett. Thank you. My Tourette froze my brain. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's what it is. And uh, said, I, you know, I I need workers. So uh, let's uh, give all our community college people a badge, a certification, a badge, so they can go work in the factories. And he's out propagating the message.
4: Encouraging private sector hiring. This just after the New York Times just passed this past Friday reported that since the recovery began, businesses have spent just 2% more on hiring people while at the same time spending 26% more on equipment. So, why at a time when corporate. America is enjoying record profit.
1: This, by the way, is Ann Curry in the same hot outfit sitting down with the president, interviewing him.
4: Have you been unable to convince businesses to hire more people, Mr. President?
5: Well, I don't think it's a matter of... Uh me being unable to convince them to hire more people and they're making decisions based on what they think will be good for their companies. A couple of things have happened. Look, we went through the worst crisis since the Great Depression. Uh We are now in a process where the economy is growing again and we've created two million jobs over the last 15 months. But it's not as fast as it needs to be to make up for all the jobs that were lost. The other thing that happened though, and this goes to the point you're just making, is there are some structural issues with our economy where a lot of businesses have learned to become much more efficient with a lot fewer workers. You you see it when you go to a bank and you use uh, an ATM. You don't go to a bank teller. Or you go to the airport and you're using a kiosk instead of uh, uh, checking in uh, at the gate. So uh, all these things have created changes. Yeah.
1: So uh, you don't have a job because of the ATMs, apparently. Yeah, this a- has
0: been all over the the right wing guys. Oh,
1: really? Guys they're doing up. that. And they're
0: pounding it. It's idiotic, and you know the guys. The guy, if he's going to bitch about something, why does he complain about the fact that they're charging you fees when these things were put in to save money and save, you know, save the bank money and they should be giving you money to be using them? They don't do that.
1: Well, also, and, uh, there's a cultural. And by, by
0: the way, wait, let me just get one sure. more thing. He says two million jobs in 15 months. The necessary replacement rate at, on the job market, in other words, people entering the job market on a month-to-month basis is one hundred and fifty to 160,000. People, Which means you need that many jobs just to go to zero. Yeah. If you multiply 15 months times 160,000, which is the, just a the replacement, not the replacement, but just to pick up the, new, the slack, it, it, it turns out to be a wash. There's no increase in jobs. It's bull crap.
1: Yes. And this is why uh, another executive order was put out this week establishment of select USA initiative and this is where and there's going to be a lot of money available for this business investment in the United States by, de, by both domestic and foreign firm foreign firms whether in the form of new equipment or facilities or the expansion of exi- this is for totally for GE by the way this whole executive order expansion of existing facilities a major engine of economic growth and job creation in other words we need more factory workers As a place to do business, the United States offers a hardworking, diverse, and educated workforce. Strong protection of intellectual property rights. Right. That's right. Send you to jail. Relatively low taxes. (laughs) Highly developed infrastructure. Access to the world's most lucrative consumer market. Invest now. We'll help you. We'll pay for it. You watch GE. You watch them. They're getting money.
0: Yeah, that's what they, they have. It pisses to, me the off. the company is yeah. almost, you know, a, you take a look at their books. It's like, that's a wash. Yeah. And by the way, they're, they're slipping in the copyright thing and some of these other things. Nasty, like Whatever you nasty, do, illegal. is classic. Things have gotten so bad, you can't not do something that's illegal. I mean, you're basically, it's like Russia in the 50s and 60s, where everything, you're just basically breaking the law at any time they can go after you. Play the wanted
1: clip. Oh, you caught me off guard, man. You mean wanted for DL? That's the one.
0: Yeah. Time
7: for quick hits. Titans wide receiver Kenny Britt is wanted by Nashville police for allegedly making inaccurate statements on his driver's license applications.
1: <laughs> hey! You 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 don't have brown eyes. What are they, what's the exact what the lie about his height?
0: I have no idea. What is on a driver's license application Hair, that you could eye make color, an accurate statement? Yeah. <laughs> What's on there that that if you you it would be inaccurate? Is he your address? Is he a basketball player? Is he
1: a basketball player? Yeah, he lied about his height (laughs) or weight. Yeah, (laughs) one of the two. I think I might have the clip of the day though. This I picked up from. uh, This is the president. uh, I'm sorry, just uh, for some reason I got a lot of president clips. Um, uh, in the there was a uh, a forum about jobs, of course and uh, and i don 't think anyone really caught this is pretty amazing uh, now he the the president uh pushed through a stimulus package of uh, some seven almost eight hundred billion dollars and and uh, it looks like it hasn't worked very well and wh- what were we, what was this money going to go for again John what was that again it was for um shovel ready projects wasn't that it wasn't that uh, oh, shovel ready shovel
0: ready term has been lost
2: uh, I'm sure that when you implemented the Recovery Act, your staff briefed you on many of the challenges of the permitting process and the impact on putting Americans back to work. And that's that's exactly what we see in American businesses. Well. Sho-
5: shovel ready was not as uh, <laughs> shovel ready as we expected.
1: <laughs> Very funny.
0: <laughs> that's a laugh riot.
1: <laughs> not as funny. Shovel ready wasn't quite as shovel ready as we expected it. <laughs>
0: So I've got a clip that uh, that gives you the cue to look uh, on something that I think it was like getting so out of control and, and it was just a, like to bring the world's economy down and collapse a country. And we've been talking about it for months on end that yesterday – Brian Williams on NBC had to finally report on the situation in Greece. What's happening in Greece right now is very important for Americans to know about because of how we could feel it here, among other things. Today, a simmering crisis there blew sky high as protests in the streets turned violent,
1: the government teetered on the edge of collapse. The problem is that nation's massive
8: national debt, and what happens in just the coming days there could have a major impact on financial systems around the world, including the U.S. Our report tonight from is Tom Costello. Bye, everybody. Whistle. It's one of the biggest
1: threats to the global economy. Now playing out in the streets of Africa. So I'm glad you brought that up. So, um,
0: By the way, I just want to make mention of his, his comments. He says, he says, because Americans can feel it here, among other things. He says nothing. No, of course not.
1: But they I, but they showed the reporter. I bet they didn't show the throngs of crowds. Uh, no, they did, and they, oh, showed, they, they did?
0: actually showed a couple of firebombs, even though they didn't oh, mention it. Oh, really?
1: So they really can't get around it anymore, huh? Yeah,
0: I, that's, yeah that's what that's I think. Good. It's like, okay, we're going to have okay. to do this story.
1: Yeah. Well, I was watching uh, C.A.M.B.S. And uh, the co-founder of PIMCO, those are the guys who do all the bonds, right? PIMCO is a big money manager. Don't they do bonds? They buy bonds, sell bonds, stocks and bonds. Hey, you want to get rich? Hey, you buy stocks and bonds? You want to get leave your wife crazy rich? Uh, he said something uh, very uh, interesting about this situation. You just heard the NBC report um, that they have a terrible, terrible deficit. Well, the guy who actually understands this stuff... Uh, report to the financial community on it.
4: Um, uh, Becky, this country has a present value... Deficit debt level, put it that way, a debt level of nearly 100 trillion dollars, and that includes Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security, and other obligations. And to think that um, you know we can reduce that, you know, within the space of a year or two is is not a realistic assumption. You know, to compare the 100 trillion, if in fact that's the right number, uh, to our GDP at around 15 trillion, that's a six times number. That's uh, much more than Greece, and it's uh, much more than almost any other developed. country Country, we have a problem, and we've got to get after it very quickly. Yeah, so,
1: so get your whistle and your Molotov cocktails because we're heading that way, baby. Hunt is six times worse than Greece. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we have a huge debt, but
1: we have the Kardashians, so yeah, uh, you know it's not a problem. By the way, according to Buzzkill Junior, the TSA union vote uh, will be counted on June twenty third.
0: Yeah, and I, I can assure you that it's going to vote for a union unless. They, yeah, but it, I don't it, know how they're going to get around? No it.
1: collective bargaining, though. They'll have a union with no collective bargaining because they don't want to, you know, have the price rolled out of control.
0: They don't want to have these guys actually ask for those dosimeters.
1: I don't think so either.
0: I think that I think there's probably a lot of radiation coming off of those things.
1: Meanwhile, stuff to uh, look out. I got two more topics. Stuff to look out for is uh, the uh, nuclear reactor in uh, Missouri. Uh, I, I think there's, there's there's something going on that they're not telling us. you know the, the, we've got flooding. we've got the uh, the the river is about to exceed its banks. Uh, this thing was temporarily elect, uh, like they had an electrical fire and uh, it started to heat up a little bit for about uh, an hour and a half. Uh, there may be uh, some form of Fukushima uh false flag planned here. Just, just—it's not really for the red book, but it's something I think we need to look. I put to look it in the red for.
0: book already. You did. You put it. In. Damn. Sorry.
1: And then vaccines. Uh, vaccines are heating up again. As you know, uh, we are tracking this. Been tracking it for a number of years since uh, so many pharmaceuticals are going out of patent. Although they're desperately trying to fix that in uh, in Congress, so they can get you know another thousand years of patents on all of this crap. Um, vaccinations are great because it's giving uh, stuff to people who aren't sick yet. Just a quick rundown. Oh, actually, I have a clip from uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, big vaccine uh, guy. You know what he thinks about vaccines?
0: They're great. Well, vaccines are magic.
1: There you go. They're magic.
6: They're magic.
1: They're magic. They're They're just magic. So the big scandal, of course, is that, uh, you know, there's all this money that, that we paid for. Um. That is going towards vaccination programs uh, for poor kids in like Rwanda, and uh, yeah, Rwanda is a big one. So now Merck is, uh, you know, they they're selling it for less. It's under the price for like uh, eight bucks a shot. They're, uh, the of course, we have to get all this Gardasil off the books because people aren't buying it. Thanks, I think in part thanks to shows like ours, you know, the ones that take fifty dollar donations, according to CNN. Uh, so they, they get these big government, uh, programs. It's like, hey, here, go, uh, inoculate a million, uh, a million kids in Rwanda. Here's 8 million bucks. And that's just for the, for the stuff, you know, and then there's here's another 10 million for going there and, you know, paying for your trip and your caviar and all that. It's, uh, it's really insulting. Then we have, uh, a, a nasal spray vaccine coming up, which, uh, will stop children developing diabetes
0: diabetes is is a
1: uh, uh it's a virus a disease vector is it a virus it's a or virus yeah bacteria what is it what, yeah. well, i didn't know that this well, is new yeah vaccine insulin nasal spray
0: insulin kidding. just shooting <laughs> insulin up your nose is not a vaccine
1: <laughs> they're calling it a vaccine everything's a vaccine you hey, baby come here i got a vaccine for you
0: i guess our show is a vaccine then
1: in a way it is um then we have the rotavirus vaccine and this one, uh, this is from, we have a, one of our producers. If you have never not seen it yet, no com is really good. We have over 120 producers now uh, getting stories from all over Gitmo Nation. Uh, if you want to join, just send me. Please don't send me stories with N-A-N-N. Like here, you can post it. No, no. You have to post it. Okay? I will gladly set you up with an People account. doing that to you? Oh, They don't get it. Some people just don't get it. Like, oh, eh, I heard something about News Network. Eh, Here, post this on it. And they send me 20 stories. No, no, no. The point is, you can post it for all to share, and then you can help out. This is distributing the workload. Uh, One of our producers is in Vietnam. Seven-year-old girl from Pre Veng province died on Tuesday. This is the 14th victim of bird flu.
0: Oh, we got the bird flu thing Mm -hmm. cranking up again.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, it is cranking up. They're working on it. Hey, he had another interesting story from uh, just uh, under the category of elites. Might as well mention that. I like, the, I like it when I get stuff from Vietnam. How often will you get news from Vietnam from someone who's actually on the ground and lives there? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like uh, it. A French national uh, expat uh, who I believe is in government there admitted to producing child pornography at his trial in Phnom Phan yesterday. The reason? He needed to earn money to help buy medicine for his sick girlfriend.
0: <laughs> oh, <geez>.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wrong on so many this levels it's
0: just is, yeah it's multi-dimensionally wrong it's
1: really really bad and uh the news of course just came in as expected uh, anthony weiner has resigned as a uh, congressman yeah for, uh, i'm glad Wiener. he
0: did during our show yeah so uh, i do have one last thing which is uh i want i sent you a link to yeah. a skype web page that i want you to post on the uh is the links and tell me, then click on that and tell me the woman in the picture. Oh, here. Is this it? Uh,
1: okay. Well,
0: I said, OMG. Yep. Tell me the woman is not going to eat a kitten.
1: <laughs> Hold on. It, because I have Skype on the on the PC, it has to, like, I click on the link and it gives me a nice little thing that's spinning around.
0: It's a picture of a Skype advertisement. I yeah. swear to God, it's a woman about to eat <laughs> a kitten. <laughs> Am I not right?
1: Yeah. It says,
0: do more with Skype. Eat a kitten. Oh my and they gosh. show this woman she's going to take a big bite out of this poor little
1: kitten. <laughs> hey, hey, stop eating kittens. Listen to the show, ladies and gentlemen, or I will eat a kitten. Oh, that's horrible. She is about to take a bite right out of his back, and the kitten's like, uh, not happy. <laughs> and she's got like three video windows. Of, uh, like, yeah, she's showing off the fact that
0: she's a, she's at, a ghoul. She's
1: showing a, a white... A very pasty white-looking girl with a braid, like a like a twelve-year-old, and then a black guy, and, Some then she, cult and, and, then, cult. and then she's eating a
0: kitten. And this is supposed to make you one This is Microsoft at work.
1: And now you see all the pictures on the wall in the background. That's all yeah. of that's all of kitten eating um, people. That's her wall of kitten eaters
0: anyway you'll see that people can see that on the uh, someone page.
1: actually paid to, to stage this picture is this is this already Microsoft do you think is this already uh, no
0: but I think maybe they're starting to I think they're starting to sabotage the
1: place <laughs> I don't want to be a part of I don't I really don't want to be a part of the of the kitten eating cult that's not right
0: and before we finally roll out which we're doing right now I want to thank all our artists yes who,
1: uh, yeah we who highly helped appreciate us that.
0: That. Yeah, on and off again uh,
1: we, we, we need you out.
0: Know, we we it's, it's, it's like a weekly competition amongst the guys that do it, do which which one we pick. And we want to thank everybody for taking part because our artists don't really get enough credit. Our, the show is... we had that those The art for our show is probably the best in all of... Uh, on all the internet
1: broadcasts out and there. And time and time again, it proves when we have good art, donations go up. We, we have proof of that.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's a fact.
1: Yeah, it's a fact. Fact! Fact. The fact of the matter is. All right. We will be here again on uh, Sunday. We'll be uh, watching C-SPAN, reading documents for you, doing everything we can uh, to keep you informed. Because God knows the real news doesn't give it to you. Um, No Mr. Oil because he's taking a break from the show for a little bit. Uh, But I do appreciate everyone on the stream who showed up. And we appreciate Mr. Oil for all of his servers and work like that. Coming to you from Get My Nation West, People's Republic of Southern California, I am the terminally Tourette syndromed Adam Curry.
0: And uh, from Northern Silicon Valley, without further ado, I'm John C. Dvorak.
1: We'll talk to you again on Sunday right here on No Agenda. Remember, 313.nashownotes.com. <laughs>
2: Slash.